Welcome to the Broken Token Classic Arcade and Pinball Podcast. Eighty-three, Brent. That is the ghost of eighty-two past telling us that it's episode eighty-three. Is How it? about that? It is. It is. Here, I'll do it again. Eighty-three. It's you almost. It's getting close to Halloween. So I, you that, need to come hang out with me at Halloween. I'm just going to probably give, should. I want to give you a bullhorn. Yeah, exactly. And just find a tall bush to hide you behind. <laughs> yeah, hide me behind, <laughs> and then I can pop out and go. 83. So anyway, I'm burning up all my Halloween collateral about two months early, but there we are. So you know, episode 83, everybody. You welcome make, to the you show. You make me think back to the, the one year at my old home mm-hmm. where I kind of had this, um, it was a little bit more compact of a property and I had taken. This sounds like a PBS documentary in the making. Yeah, you well, know that, it, was, right? it, it wasn't as sprawling as the current <laughs> oh, Griffith okay. estate. And, <laughs> okay. uh, we got. A, I, I don't get any kids here because I live on a somewhat busy street. But the old house I lived in a neighborhood mm-hmm. and had a nice porch and covered porch and all that. I'd go all out because we had a lot of kids. Yeah. You know, I'd put a lot of decorations out. And one year I had started to take a uh, a spare car horn, as most everyone should have. Yeah. I and mean, just sitting around. Yeah, I yeah. mean, who doesn't have? Yeah. I mean, exactly. I'm lousy with them. Yeah, exactly. Car horns everywhere. Hooked to a battery with a button switch. I'm yeah. trying not to swing my legs underneath the table here as we record because I'm liable to kick eight or ten. <laughs> You're liable to kick them out. But yes. I was going to take a spare car horn along with a spare battery <laughs> car, that car just horn. everyone has. Yeah. And I was going to set it next to the house. <laughs> That's what <laughs> kids would walk by. Go, <laughs> Light them up. Fortunately for them, I ran out of time. Well, <laughs> it, it, it's probably better for them and, you know, for the neighbors as well and no, no police were called or anything like that this is good timing though because this is almost october it is i mean the times times rolling on and man i'll tell you the summer the summer's, summer's almost gone. done and and it's it's odd because happened. 2019 i mean it's three it's literally three quarters of the way it's shut it's done when you were younger did your parents and grandparents and teachers and just general people you met on the street tell you enjoy it now sonny because when you get older it's gonna yep. go faster, yeah. And and I always used to scoff at that, but it really does feel that way. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know it's just our perception. I know that it's impossible for it to be going faster, but I, I guess the days just bleed together, and we're busier. I, I think a lot of it, Brent, is is we're busier. We've got more responsibilities, and there's more things competing for our time. So it feels like you have less time to do any one certain thing. So then it feels like you have less time to do. Anything. Everything, anything or everything. Yes. You know, I, I've mentioned this on the show before. Mm-hmm. I listened to a show called Hollywood 360, which will replay radio shows mm-hmm. yeah. from the 40s and 50s. Yep, yep. And I, the, the ones that always intrigued me. <laughs> I, I can see now, Brenton is minstrels, just sitting, <laughs> sitting around listening, listening to the shows on, on Saturday night, you know? <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> the thing that gets this has gotten very deep and philosophical for a pinball and arcade podcast, yeah, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, we've but yeah, that, but we've we're known got to break the mold here. To we're see. known for that. Yeah, exactly. Um when you the detective shows especially, probably one person will know this, but there's a show and it chronicles the adventures of a detective by the name of Philo Vance. Okay. And that's that was a that was on this week's that was I think it was the second or third, whatever it was, it was, there was an episode of it in this, this week's Hollywood 360. When they have to communicate with somebody, if they're like, he, he's working with the police. 
Well, they'll have to have like their secretaries or their assistants or whoever, or they will take turns calling the office and well, when Steve gets in, have Steve call me. And <laughs> yeah. it was this consummate phone tag. They got things done, but it wasn't like today where yeah. if I call you and you don't answer, yeah. and I then I text you and you don't text me in five minutes, I'm yeah. like, where's Whitney? At? Yeah, yeah, is he ignoring exactly. me? Yeah. Is he ghosting me? Is that's, he that's, ghosting me? Yeah, and that seems like everything is like that today. Yes. Everything is just on fire. I, I know, time wise, and it, 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 our entire cycle has just been shortened, and you know, I think that leads to it. Uh, this is actually topical, and uh-huh. I won't do it now, but the the note that I talked about earlier about me, the title is Brent Rants About Facebook. Yes. This ties into this perfectly. Oh, okay. Exactly. The, oh, yes. I, I think paced, I know where you're going to go. You know. Yeah. Help me now. Yes. Everybody help me right now. So help me now. I'll rant later. That, that's all. That's all good. It's all good. Like when was I supposed to rant? I can't remember. Um, we've got it further down in the show notes. Okay. I, I'll tell you what I'll do. I will. You'll hit, move it. <laughs> I, I'll, no, I'll, I'll hit it with car horn when it's time for okay. you to rant. Okay. You'll you'll know it loud and clear. How about up. that? <laughs> okay, Brent. Updates because uh, I'm looking at, at my list of updates and your list of updates, and they're about as far apart from each other as they could oh. be. So, uh, color me intrigued. What's been going on with you this past well, month? I'll throw it out again. This has been the t- the subject of or the theme of 2019 main family. Yeah, and, and yeah. some other things have happened in the oh, family. Man. I get it. And I've been it. I've become involved. I mean, fortunately, it wasn't as for me at least. It wasn't as much work as it was with the passing of my uncle mm-hmm. and his property. Yeah, but I, I I got involved in the clean out and the clean up rather of another home mm. from a from a member of the extended family. And then where I'm not f- physically there, there's other things that I'm doing and my sister's doing and we're all doing because it affects, in this case, it's my aunt's portion of her extended family. It hasn't, has engrossed taken up the month? No. But is it has it taken some time Yes. yes. Am I upset about it? No, absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're here for. It's yeah, yeah. Family it's, does. It's just, it's just stuff you have to do, you know? It's just the way it is. You, know, you and I were talking earlier about just some simple things to do at my house and maybe you, something you'd like to do at yours yeah. and just not being able to do it because you can't set aside the couple hours because everything's piled up. Everything's piled up. And, and I, and I'm working on a backlog all the time. Oh, working on a backlog Whitney, for everybody's, you know, Whitney's talked about his, his, his issues at the house that fortunately mm-hmm. didn't affect the, the game room. No, you know, you can fix drywall. You're not going to fix, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not going to fix a food fight. Yeah. If yeah. it gets soaked. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, but, it, but I, but I've, I have good news and updates on, on that front as well. So, you know, it, it's all good. So, so I, I've actually, I still have been trying to dig out and um and kind of get ahead of things i i've st- i've got all these wonderful new batman type toys i still haven't touched <laughs> haven't touched my ultrasonic cleaner yeah haven't touched my um new oscilloscope yes i've stared lovingly and longingly at my 3d printer yes <laughs> I, I touched I to- it i totally get it i'll walk by yeah and i'll open that door to the bedroom inside and then, inside 
look yeah. at it, yeah. close the door. Just, yeah. you know, it's all you got today, buddy. I'm sorry. Hey, you mentioned Batman-style gadgets. I will segue here real fast. Okay. I do want to give a plug. If you do ever get the chance, you should get the Batman 66 series on Blu-ray because they have remastered those. Oh, have and they? It is fantastic. Oddly enough. Yes. Um, my family and I have started, started watching it and uh, watch a couple episodes a night, and it is just so much fun to revisit Oh, I that. remember it being it, fun watching it, it, it years you, ago. I didn't realize it was as campy as it was. Oh, gosh, oh, yeah. And, and, well, let's say this. I always knew it was campy, but through the lens of, you I, know, through, through the lens of eight-year-old Whitney or nine-year-old Whitney when I watched it versus now, it's totally campy. But what makes it so much fun to watch is all of those characters take everything so seriously, <laughs> so seriously. But it is, uh, it, I'm telling you, man, it's good fun to watch it again. It really is. So I've been looking at converting away from, I'm like doing the air quotes, cord cutting, yeah. converting away from a conventional TV provider. Yeah, yeah. And I've slowly been putting Roku's on all the TVs around here. Yeah, and yeah. on the Roku channel, uh-huh. so Roku has their own channel and they'll bundle in TV shows that they can basically give you for free. Yeah. Free content, so real B or C grade movies. You yeah. see a lot of that in a lot yeah. of those channels. Oddly enough, there's like, if I, if, if I had it correct, there's like all of the Batman 66 episodes. Yeah. Now, they're not really, they, I, don't, I doubt they'd be the quality on the Blu-ray yeah, that you, they, you've on, got. On the Blu-rays, they, they look really good. The intros... The, the intro scenes were not remastered, but but the bulk of the episodes were. You can you can see some scenes that were that were not remastered, and they stick out like a sore thumb compared to the ones that were. I wonder why they like, didn't? It, it, I, I don't know. Is it but, like the is it like the deal with Star Trek Next Generation where there was just like because when they remastered those, they re, they took the master tapes and re edited, recut every show scene for scene scene for scene frame for frame but there was a couple places where they didn't they, have they the masters. did not have the masters that's exactly right and, and in the star trek next generation if it, in that in that dvd or i'm sorry in that blu-ray box set they they actually have some some production shorts that talk about the process that they use to essentially restore all those shows absolutely unbelievable and tng looks it looks brilliant Brilliant compared to what you'd see on normal TV. But anyway, Batman 66, highly recommend that on Blu-ray because it, it the colors are good. It, you know, it's very vibrant. It doesn't look dull and, and grainy or anything like that. It looks it looks as good as it can for its age. I've been playing that. I've been playing some Batman 66. Oh, yeah. And I've 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 kind of grown to oh, like it. Oh, I'm telling you, I, I played a lot of it this past month. Oh, Whitney's pretty high on Is Batman sixty six. Yeah, the the turnoff to me initially was that that super ultra special. You know what the turntable? No, 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 no. Where where this is the. Um, because it was in anniversary, it was also tied with the anniversary of something with Stern, wasn't it? Oh, it was. It was Stern's anniversary. It was Stern's thirtieth anniversary, and I think the fiftieth, fifty, fifty or fifty fifth anniversary of the Batman sixty six show. If I'm not mistaken, it would have been fiftieth anniversary of the, of the Batman sixty six. So show. yeah, it was surrounded with all the hype and all this, that, and the other thing, and then they skipped right over having a pro. And then went straight to a premium and LE, then the, all the hype about the super, super LE. LE yeah. And then along with all that hype bubble, there was a price bubble. Yeah. And I, I just, I was like, no, I'm yeah. not playing that game. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I get it. But if you play the game, 
then the game itself stands tall because it's fun. Oh, I think it's, it's a fun, fun. game. It's fun. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. In, in Little Brent's mind, though, yeah. it had to overcome all of that. And, I understand. But, I understand. But then a used machine is going to carry the premium because mm-hmm. price-wise, mm-hmm. because the initial cost was higher. Mm-hmm. And it's just... Mm. It, it's just the way it is. But one thing I will say about it's like that, a it's kind of like a boat. I like I like to I don't mind I enjoy being on a boat. Yeah, but I don't want to pay for a boat. <laughs> well, I, I get that. Unfortunately, pinball pinball in, in the boat hobby there's there, there's just. I don't know. I know. It's you know how it goes. <laughs> These hands talking now, folks. My hands are talking. Yes, but uh, Batman sixty six. One thing I will say about it, it is it has probably seen some of the some of the best code support in modern history for a stern game just in the fact it just in how long it's been updated and the fact that they went back to the drawing board on it and redid it and oh it'll and never be go. ghostbuster oh wait a minute yeah touche hold on wait but but batman's hurting yeah i get it with it's i i think there is i think there is light at the end of oh, that I think, tunnel I as think well there is, but i, I think just don't is. know how freaking long that tunnel is let's hope let's hope it's not much longer how about that oh my gosh but batman 66 man it, i think it has a better special, do my laundry at this point it it, it might okay it might. I think Batman 66 is just, it's got a special spot in Stern's heart because it just seems like it has gotten so much attention for so long, code-wise and I would everything. agree. It seems yeah. like every time I sneeze, there's a there's, there's something a, on Facebook about yeah. new code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure sure enough. But uh, anyway, we, we've segued and just burned so much time. Batman 66, great on Blu-ray. What's up, Brent? I'd like to announce the return of the king. Oh, Whitney, tell everyone, would it turn right around 180 degrees? What is sitting behind you in my shop? My goodness. Sure is. It's a fire power. It is the fire power. Yeah. Not the, a. The, the? It is the. The. The fire power. Yes. We need pictures of that. If that is the. That is the fire The power. fire power. Yep. Huh. So I was contacted by the... How, how, how did that... Ha- oh, uh, sorry. You're getting ready to tell us, aren't you? Okay, I'll stop now. <laughs> yeah. After 80-some-odd of these yeah. shows, you think we'd be <laughs> yeah, exactly. a little yeah. better, a little slicker at this, wouldn't you? <laughs> no, no. There's no reason to do that. So when I had that game, uh, I took it to Louisville Arcade Expo, and that's where I met Steve Ridge, who's been on the show several times. Yep. And Steve actually... I met him because Steve bought the game from me. In the course of Steve owning it, He'd replace the playfield with a CPR playfield. I can't remember if it was, it might have been the year after CPR had donated a playfield to the show along with a bunch of other things. They, they had done that several times in the past. Steve didn't win it, but the, if I, I don't know the ins and outs. One way or the other, whoever won it, it, it traded hands and Steve ended up with it. Okay. There was a, a little work that needed to be done with the playfield. It had a, a little issue, had a little dimple in it, you know, and that's how it ended up being kind of a donation type deal, as, as I'm going to sur- surmise. And Steve worked through repairing that and then did a playfield swap. So it's got a it's got a CPR playfield sitting in it right now. He put an all new pop bumper mechs in it. Mm-hmm. It already had freshened flipper mechs from when I had it, mm-hmm. man. And it, it played really, really well. You oh, know, okay. of course okay. he, he uh, did LEDs and all the inserts and conventional lamps and all the GI and, you know, he's had the game all these years. I mean, geez, did, did I have that? Did I have that when we started the show? Yeah, just but not for long. So that was five years ago? Five years ago. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Steve contacted me and, uh, you know, he was going to let it go. And he said, I'll give you first shot at it. And 
Well, there it sits. Well, good for you. That's awesome. So now here's the thing, though. <laughs> You've already got it sold. Well, <laughs> I, I was honest with Steve, and yeah. I said, Steve, don't get me wrong. I, I love the game. Yeah. Like right now, I'm more in love with some other games. Yeah. It, it, it needed a few things addressed. Yeah. And, I mean, Steve told me. He said, look, here, it's got a couple things going on with it. It had a display issue. Which I think I've already I hadn't put the the master the master display back in it, but it had a, a couple burned up resistors, which is common. I went ahead and changed the battery holder out in it because when I put the remote battery holder in it way back when when I first started messing with the with pinballs, I uh, I used I was using double A holders because that's what I could get my hands on. Oh, gotcha. And it it's changed so much now. Like I've got this huge bag of triple A hole or excuse me, I put triple A holders in it versus double A's. Now today it's so much easier for me to run out on eBay mm-hmm. and get a bag of like four dozen trip you know, three battery triple A holders mm-hmm. or double A you know what I'm trying to yeah, say. I know what it you're should saying. Yeah. all your pinballs that have that have removable batteries yeah. tend to be double A's. I'll Correct. get this right here in a yeah. second. No, you're on the right track. So you know I switched the holder out to put a air quotes proper double A holder in it. Mm-hmm he mentioned there was something going on with the player up lamps. They were really bright and they would, they would burn out a lamp if you put it in it. So I, I still need to look at that. And like a lot of those, those displays as they get hot, the two face tape that holds the display to the PV, PVC, geez, the PCB, mm-hmm. it comes loose over time. And, you know, then the display flops out against the back glass. So I'm going through and resticking those. Here's a tip for people that, that do that two face tape. When you peel it apart, and then you stick it, you actually, it's a good idea to either tape it or do something to hold everything in place because that, that glue has to cure. Mm -hmm. It's not like a scotch tape or something where when you stick it, that's the stickies it's going to get. Yeah. So like I'll take them and I'll put the tape in them and then I'll push, I'll smush. There's a Kentucky word for you. The display glass back against it, put a little tape around it, a little painter's tape and just let it set for 24 hours. I, I see. Let that glue cure. Yeah. And then I'll pop the, that that way, because like in this case, the display, the the uh, the pins off the display gently kind of curve back from the PCB and make that ninety degree turn to go up into the actual display glass itself. Well, they keep wanting to stand up, so it's putting this. It's it's almost trying to remove the display from the from the two sided tape. So that's why I give it a little mechanical advantage so that tape cure so yeah if you ever go to do that just don't stick it in there especially in the game hold it against it for three seconds and put the glass back in it it won't hold gotcha like i said i'm I'm a little bit more in love with some other games i'm going to give it a fair shake but honestly well like what what other games i mean we can't can't say other games and then not list the games (laughs) i don't want to offend it with close the door should you close the door to the shop so it doesn't know i'm talking about we're going to pretend it should okay in the interest of time how about that the pin bot i got oh now well now there you go that up in in atlanta yes pin bot and and we've we've already hit on this a million times space 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 yeah and the way i'm laid out it's harder and harder to add pinballs in here because of the extra distance off the walls. And, and, and you know what? Uh, you know what I'm finding in my own game room, Brent. What I'm, I'm having to sacrifice fits is what I'm is what I'm having yep. to do. Yep. But it's a sacrifice that I'm, I've about got myself to be willing to make. Well, I, I've already started making those hard decisions. Yes. And I'm at the point now where the I've I've obviously got more videos that 
that I want to keep that I can put in the game room, mm-hmm. and I'm in at least I'm, this is how I'm justifying it to myself. Mm-hmm. I have them in a in a spot in rotation, the garage for, yeah. rota- for air rotation, quotes, rotation, rotation. Yes, same, exactly. Same here. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. And it's harder to do that with a pinball. It, yes. I, in fact, I won't do that with a pinball. It's like if I've got a pinball machine, I want it out. That's mm-hmm. kind of how it goes. I've got some decisions to make, you know, because I've got a couple other games I'd really like to have in here. You mm-hmm. know, the Pinbot is so, one solid choice, such a solid choice. I've got um, a high speed two that and, I'd really like to a, have a in get, here. A getaway in here, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah getaway, great game, yeah. right next to my high speed. Oh yeah, totally understand. Like, I don't see the high speed going anywhere. It's a, I know it's a great game. I've got a uh, Tales from the Crypt. Oh. Really? I, oh, yeah. I'd like to have that in here. Oh, nice. And as, so I'm going to have to start getting really creative. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm I'm in I'm stuck in the address. I'm stuck in adding creativity mode in my, in yeah. my game room. But I'll, I'll get to that here in just a minute. And, and some but, of that yeah. creativity may even mean like right now, some of the decisions I've made based on where games are uh-huh. is not not just because I want that particular video or whatever there, but it's also so that I have less stuff to move. Like if I bring something in the, in the entryway to my basement, because mm-hmm. I've got a walkout basement. Yeah. My next serious step is, well, actually I'm already there. If you look behind me, Whitney, there's two century games back here that are pushed kind of out of the way. Yeah. What is it? I got my time yeah, pilot and your Phoenix and my Phoenix. Yeah. So where those end up now is actually they get slid over and they kind of half cover that doorway. Yeah. So you can still come in and around. Yeah. But that's where they're sitting. Yeah. I got and you. then I could put a pinball off of them facing the long way down the room. Yeah. First world problems. Yeah. First world problems, though. I, I get it. I get it. But anyway, yeah. So for now, the king has returned. Mm. Not a firepower, but the firepower. Hmm. Do you think it'll do you think it'll stay, though? I can't give you a solid yes. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm going to be honest about it. Like I said, and I was honest with Steve. I said yeah. I'm going to. I, I. I don't know. It, it's a fun game. It, it's a fun game. It's a show namesake. There's no doubt about it. But there's, <laughs> but but the ones that you just named, all three of them, are probably more fun than. Yeah, it's it's Firefire. like what will get played. Yeah, what will get played. Yes, Firefire's co- It's cool. But it is kind of one dimensional if if you mm-hmm. if you just boil it right down to it. And this one plays nice because the play field is sweet. Oh, I, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure. I, I'll take a look at it when we break or something. So, but yeah, it, I'm gonna. All so that being said, I'm gonna get the rest of it kind of you know back up to speed. And uh, um, while I've got it open, I'm gonna go ahead and pull. It's so funny because when I did that game so long ago, as one of the first games that I had. Mm-hmm. You know, now looking at the more complex games that I've done, actually, I had done a more complex, far more complex game before that one. Now I'm looking at it. I'm like, I don't even I'm not even taking pictures and just take it apart. Yeah. But I'm, yeah, I'm going to take it apart while I've got it and go ahead and I'm probably going to put Titan rubbers on it. Honestly, yeah. just order one of their one of the kits that's in their database. Yeah, that that's. You know, it's mostly like red to match yeah. the play field. Yeah, and to match the play field. I'm probably going to go ahead, because Titan has some LEDs, uh, give them a shot and probably order their, just their frosted whites that I would use for GI and go ahead and put, G, you know, the, do the GI and LED in it and yeah. give me an opportunity to kind of sample their their LEDs as well. Yeah. yeah. I see that that's most likely what I'm going to do. But, that, so that's the plans for now. That would be good in that machine because there's nothing like really obscuring the LEDs and like everything should be relatively easy to get to mm-hmm. and stuff like that you probably get a good a good plane 
view, a plane, P L A N E, a plane, a view of, <laughs> uh, you know, a plane for view uh-huh. on, on the, on how the LEDs will look. And, you know, I, I'll, I mean, I hate to say it, but such a simple play field, yeah. you know, oh, and it is in all honesty. It is. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, anyway, yep. That's it. We'll see what the next month brings for it. Yeah. So cool. Uh, I got a Panther update. Oh, we're, the revenge of the Panther. Oh, how the, so as part of... Did he get locked up no, or no, something? No, no, I still had Is he him. okay? No, he's over here in the corner. Oh, okay. He's, he's got his shades oh, on. Oh, yeah, he is. Man, he blends right in. You might he? not be able to see, but he's actually staring you down. Oh, he is. No, he's sitting right there. Staring just, right at you. Just right at me. You yeah. know, that's why, you, that's why I planned this the way I did. <laughs> okay, Keep fair you enough. in check. Yeah, that's true. So I, I don't have it with me, yeah. but I've acquired another panther. This this is a smaller ceramic panther that also <laughs> what happens. What you talking about, that Willis? Also happens to be a lamp. Oh, <laughs> so, so I've got a, bl- a, a lamp. I, I'll have it soon, Whitney. Yeah, black pa- a black ceramic panther lamp. Interesting, interesting. Yes. And it comes in a box that says "Fragile" on it and stuff like that as well, or what? <laughs> it must be French. <laughs> it must be French, exactly. Or is it Italian? I can't remember. I thought it was French, actually, but I'd have to go back and watch think, the movie. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it very well could be. There's, there's 18 people screaming at their... Yeah, their it, it, that's fine. Scream. Which, scream. Which it, is, it's, it's okay. Which is actually more than we have listeners, so I don't know how that's possible. It, it, it's all good. Uh, we talked, we touched on some pinball. I thought I'd bring this up. I, I have had the opportunity <laughs> to play a few games this month. Uh, Cosmic Carnival was, uh, oh, I'm sorry to laugh, but yeah. Oh, wait. Oh yeah. Hold yeah, on. I, yeah. I snoozed off there. Remember yeah. Brent 83 <laughs> Cosmic Carnival. I, yeah. I played that rec bars has one. I think it was like number two. Yeah. Well, you know, there's only going to be a hundred of them now. Oh, Brent. is there? Yes. So, what's the? Do you yeah. have the latest skinny on the? So, tell everybody this is who's the pinball company it's, and all that. Sun, Sun Coast Pinball. Uh, they were at SFGE, and um, they have. Yeah, you know, they're they're the the manufacturer, the designers, creators, manufacturers of of Cosmic Carnival. But um, in in the past month since we recorded eighty two. Between eighty two and eighty three, you know, you, you, you <laughs> yeah, you get the idea. Um, they have since announced, and that's probably been within the past week or so that they've announced that Cosmic Carnival is now going to be limited to a run of one hundred machines, and that's it. So the announcement that I saw just prior to that mm-hmm. was basically, I mean, I read the headline, um, and the headline being some verbiage that was attached to a YouTube video that basically said something about them. Cutting staff and slowing production. Yeah, or I saw. Like that. I saw that as well. I don't know that that was ever really confirmed per se. I've not really heard a whole lot about that topic uh, in you know in the pinball press either. But uh, them 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 limiting their run of Cosmic Carnival to hundred is is legit. So. I don't really know how I feel about that. I mean, I know that they're going to be kind of, quote unquote, creating uh, scarcity or rarity to to help drive the (laughs) that that should help drive the sales on this. You know what what that's called, Whitney? Oh. Spin, yeah, this is true. <laughs> That's yes. called spin. It is. It can be classified I, as spin. I'm sorry to be negative, Nancy here, yeah, but, but that's spin. spin. <laughs> yeah, and, and and I think really, and I hate to be harsh, but I'm going to call it like I see it. About the only thing I know to say about that game is it sure is pretty. Yeah, it is the Delorean it, of it, pinball. Oh, it's beautiful. It's uh, it, you uh, can that, just that stare dirt, at it. Yes, that Dirty Donnie artwork is absolutely amazing. Even uh, the sculpts, they're uh-huh. 3D printed. Yeah, and and it. 
it could be intentional or accidental, but they're the way they, if you, if you print with a, a, a too, too low of an extrusion rate uh-huh. or you're running too fast so you can get more off faster, you could balance this out. You know, if you're going too fast and you're not extruding enough, you'll, you'll, you'll see more lines, you'll see more artifact in the print. Okay. Or you can even print slow and still not, ex- it's, it's just a balance of all these settings. Nonetheless, their pieces look like they spent some time. They're larger pieces. They spent some um, some time and effort to print them so that they look really nice. They're extru- you know they're not under extruded because hey look they're going to be at the backside of the playfield under glass, right? Sort of kind of lit, and you really won't notice it. Yeah, which I've seen in some other games, and one and also to the, the other side of that is is what may be covering some crimes is they paint and they're painted very nicely. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I've just stared at them thought, you know, they put a lot of, I'll give them this. They put some effort. They, into there's, these. There is no yeah. doubt about it. You're exactly right. But then like the flip side of it, like I've been in the game that I've played and the wire forms, they're like, they're the thinnest little teeny tiny <laughs> gauge. It's just like, I don't understand this. Yeah. And they're the, the, the game I've played. I mean, the wire, the, the, the pinch welds, uh, for the wire at the, on the wire forms, uh-huh. there's already welds breaking. Is that right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like they, it's like they just barely tapped them to hold well, them there's together. No, there's nothing there. there there's, there's no, no well, there's no it. weld there to yeah. hold it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, the, I, man, I, I look at it like this. It's like, have I ever designed a pinball? No, but, I don't, and, and, and I know and recognize and will admit, I, pinball's hard. I yeah, get, oh, I, absolutely. I get, there's no doubt about it. I get it. Absolutely. It's it's hard. But yeah. Man, I I just, I don't know if I'd have taken that one to production, honestly. Um, I, I mean, I got a chance to play it over this past month as well uh, while, I was, uh, while I was on family vacation. And Brent, I, I'll tell you, um, I, I hate, okay. <laughs> I, I want to be kind. We're trying to be nice. I, I, yeah. I, I am. I'm trying to be supportive. I am trying to be supportive of the community and what they're doing. But at the place where I was playing pinball, I actually watched two people walk up to one, credit it, do one ball plunge on it, and both people walked away before they got to ball two. Oh, geez. Yeah. I played it, played it with my daughter, and could not in any way, shape, or form say, uh, this is this is this is intriguing. This is fun. It just it's missing something, and I don't know what that something is, but it's missing something. To me, honestly, even where I played it, I, Rec Bar has one. Yeah, and you you know if you're in there in, in the evening and the music's on and other games are going mm-hmm. and you can't turn all the games up to eleven because then you you got the same problem except you've got such a cacophony of sound that it's blowing the windows out of pl- out yeah. of the place. Yeah. Uh, so even if you were in there when you could hear it, which I've had the opportunity to do, there's not enough there to be there. You yeah. just you feel like you're just batting the ball around to a certain of, degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the uh, the code level. This is the think. This is the thing that got it for me. I saw the code level uh-huh. in the game. Yeah, it still it actually. I can't remember the number because what stood out was along with a number. It was like dash prototype. Yeah, and it's like. Yeah, if you're, it, it's it's like yeah, tighten that up a little bit. Fake it till you, fake it till you make it. For you your know? first game, you got to come out hot. Yeah, you got to come out hot. Now, what I will say is that if they 
you know, if, if they have games two and three in development, what they really could do is they could take that art package and they could sell prints of that art package. Oh, the artist and, and, and they would make a killing. I would I would love to buy one of those trans lights and put it in like a backlit box because it's beautiful. It's absolutely Oh, it is beautiful. Well, like I said, it's like the DeLorean. Oh, you pull up a DeLorean no today yeah. and it's still in my opinion, it has presence. It does, and it looks like it could be a contemporary automobile. Uh-huh. But it 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 it's all show no go. It can barely get out of its own way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It couldn't you know it couldn't fall off a cliff, <laughs> fall out of a tree, whatever. Yeah. You, however you want to look at it, and and, and I, I I do want to say all you know new pinball is good pinball. There's no doubt about it. But ultimately, I just don't. I I, I applaud the, I applaud the effort. I just don't think that it hit the mark. No, is, is the best I, I st- way to I don't, say it. Like I said, I just don't get some of the mechanical stuff, like uh, the the wire forms. I'm sitting here looking at my games. Every one of these games in front of me has a wire form in it, and I I don't have a ga- uh, I'd have to slide a glass off and take a a, a a gauge out and tell you. But they all look like they're roughly the same diameter. That's a known thing. That is a that's a recipe for success. Going from the oldest game set in front of me is high speed up to this newest game, which is Ghostbusters and all the games in between. Mm-hmm. I would pretty much guarantee you that if I put a mic on on Ghostbusters, the wire form on Ghostbusters and high speed, it's the same diameter. They know what works. This stuff is just like it, it, even looking at the playfield pictures, it, you can tell it looks thin. It's thin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The you other thing, I, the thin. other thing I can't get is the pop bumper space, which is kind of in that upper third in the mm-hmm. dead center. Yeah. If I were to go to all these games... It's a weird placement for the pops, well, isn't it? <laughs> the, the, I don't know if you notice this. If I go to any of these games, uh-huh. if there is, there's no hard wall surrounding these pops, there's either another pop that the ball will fire into so they can play off one another, mm-hmm. or there's rubber. Mm-hmm. If you look at that game... There, the 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 wall is a literal stainless steel wall because it's that tight inner loop. So you've got the pops firing the ball uh, an yeah, inch and a I half see, I see what you're straight saying. into a. Yeah, and I just yeah, and and I'll tell you for anybody for anybody at home who's listening, if you go and look at the playfield, what Brent's talking about is if you the pops are in the the top third center of the playfield, and it's like at the one o'clock position and the eleven o'clock position, there are those stainless steel. There, there are those stainless steel frames, yep. and it just completely it, and it just forms an inner loop. Yeah, you yeah, can it, shoot that, and it'll go around that space. Yeah, I, I get that. But when the ball is slammed into it by kinetic en- energy, it's just that. That's just like a dead halt, is what that is. It, it's, like, it's just going to beat the bump. beat beat the you know what out of everything. Yeah. And the yeah. other thing too is like um, right in the middle, straight up the middle. There's a scoop, so. Mm-hmm. It, it to me it throws me off because if you look at the scoop, like under the plastic, it's crooked, and that's because it's it's leaning is what it is. I'm assuming yeah. that's so that when they when it shoots the ball out of the scoop, it's not a straight down the middle. Yeah, it'll bring it back to the, like the left flipper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the 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 entrance to that scoop, there's a couple posts there, and they're just not beefy. And you're talking right. They're, directly, they're really small. They're right direct, and it just yeah. I I know that the one at Rec Bars had problems. It's just too much abuse. Well, I want the art package released as something that I could buy. For, oh yeah, put, to put in my to put in my game room because that that's the magic of that is is really 
I guess we're all kind of park cosmic carnival. I mean, but, uh, I'm with you. I mean, that's that stuff's. You know, the kind of the posts deal. are one thing. I don't know what you could do about the pops because that's the design. Yeah, you could replace the wire set. form, but I think the biggest part of it is is just there's no. What's the there that's there? Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and I've had some chance to play uh, the the Black Knight Premium. Now, I may have mentioned now, this before. Th- this is where we're going to differ on opinion. I still right can't. Here. I still I, nah. really. Yeah. See, I'm. I just. Man, I dude, I walk past it several times a week. Yeah, I'm up at Rec Bar all the time because yeah. they've got one, and I, I just. It's not me. Uh, well, I, I get it. I get it. But, uh, you know, in, in my updates... I, I just, just really don't care. Well, that's, that's what it's coming down you, to. You know something? <laughs> that's okay. But while uh, Grace and I, while we were on family vacation, we had the chance to go... And I'll, I'll get into this here in a second. We had a chance to go to this place called the Pinball Palace in Brunswick, Georgia, while we were on vacation. Okay. Fantastic place. They had a Black Knight L.E., not that that matters, but same, well, say, same play field as the premium. Same play field yeah. as the premium. And Grace and I played. That. Did I say I played a premium or a pro? You said you played a premium. Okay, well I played it, both, but yeah, I have the premium yeah, here recently. It, I, I like the premium better than the than the pro myself, but if, probably for the reasons that that make it kind of what it is. But anyway, Grace and I sat there and played Black Knight. And Brent, I would act out the night call outs and stuff <laughs> while we were playing, Steve Ritchie would verbally berate me and, and Grace is sitting there on a stool and I'm sitting there swinging my, my air sword talking like the black Knight. I got my daughter laughing so hard while we were playing black Knight. I thought she was going to fall off Aww. of her stool and, and, well, and she did. And, and she loved it. She played it. Did she you thought get it was video funny. Of you all doing that. No, oh. I wish I could have, but the, but it's got this just ever so slightly comical value to it that that for whatever reason that game that game appeals to me. I really really like it. Well, but, that's cool. But, but I get it. I, I mean, it's it's all good. It's just in what you like. But I, I'm telling you, man, I'm digging the Black Knight. I, t- I like it. You know, and I just pinball lately. I just. And it might just be me. I just, I don't care. We need to rename the podcast is what we what, need Brent to do. Brent don't care? Yeah, Brent, Brent's, front, Brent's Front Porch. Wait, That's hold, what we're going to call it. All right. That, yeah. A show title here, Brent Don't Care. Yeah, yeah. Brent's Front Porch. Something like that. Or Brent's Front Porch. Yeah, it'd be awesome because we can get on there and you can just tell everybody how you don't care and just to get off your lawn. Get off my lawn. Or just get off the lawn. I'm going <laughs> to, oh, I'm the guy at work. That, that's the joke at work because mm. I'm. I've got like I guess the old soul of the people yeah, that yeah. I work with, yeah. And, and I'll say, hey, I'm getting on my my knee high black dress socks and my khaki shorts and <laughs> yeah. put on some sandals. Yeah. I'm getting ready to cut grass. I'm getting ready to cut grass. Go walk around the neighborhood. Here it Look. comes. That's that's awesome. But but yeah. So so anyway, going back to Black Knight. So you're saying, I mean, what is it? Is it the theme or is it just the the execution of the theme or is it just? I just don't. I just don't have fun playing it. Okay. All right. Well, then that's fair. I just that's, don't. That's fair because there's there's fifty there's fifty machines that I just don't really have a good time playing either. You know, it's it's all good. No, I just I I, I actually I think the uh, um I think the animations and stuff are are kind of are kind of neat because it's kind of caricaturish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, it's good. They're they're good. Yeah, actually. it doesn't take itself yeah, too seriously. Uh huh. Uh, I think the big turnoff initially for me was the pro didn't have that that upper play field because ah, that's the thing I that see. defines the game. The, yeah. If you're gonna if if you're, it, if you're gonna call it Black Knight, yeah, I you got to have it. that. Yeah. I get Otherwise, it. call it something else. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You know, make it anything. 
But yep. that's that was the defining factor for that game. Yeah, I, I'm trying to pretend that the pro doesn't exist and only play premiums <laughs> and LEs so that so that I get that full experience and just kind of just kind of keep on going that way. But me personally, I have thoroughly been enjoying that game for the past couple of months that I've been playing. No, I haven't so. been I haven't been very excited about monsters. I haven't uh, been no. Uh, no. Uh, the last game that I really enjoyed we'll was Deadpool. Oh, Deadpool's great. Yeah. Oh, Deadpool. Deadpool's fantastic. It is. It is a lot of fun. And the execution on that is mm-hmm. a number one. When you think about the animation, the callouts, just it, it just the modes. And so, the, what have we had yeah. since Deadpool? Uh, what have we had? Since Obviously, Deadpool? monsters. We've had yeah, Black monsters, Knight, and we had Black Knight. And of course, we've had Jurassic Park. We well, talked about. I that. I haven't seen one of those in person yet. I have okay. a feeling that we'll have one here real soon. I'm, I'm, in sure, town. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. I just um, let's see what else since Deadpool. Uh, I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of drawing a blank myself. I'd have to go back. Oh, Beatles. We've had that. So. <sighs> um, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to put it. We'll, so you gonna put that in the cosmic carnival category? <laughs> oh, we need to take a break. So I'm gonna make some coffee. I just ooh, I don't know what happened. Oh, uh, it's awesome. All oh, right, I just I think I kicked a car horn. Hold yeah, on. That, that's okay. That's okay. Oh yeah, so that's kind of been my month. What there has been of it. Do oh, I want, fair enough. Do you want to get into yours? You want yes. To, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let, let's do mine, and then then I'm going to give you the uh, I'm going to give you the floor for you for you to do your rant. <laughs> get warmed okay? up. Hold yeah, exactly. So find your car horns, get to kicking. Oh. But uh, my month is actually uh, is actually been uh, you know a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Uh, right now, my game room at my house, uh, unfortunately, is on total lockdown due to the construction that's going on uh, in my basement. I've got. Pretty much drop cloths everywhere. I've got drop cloths covering all my games, covering my pinball machines, all that kind of stuff. But uh, the good news is that I am making the progress that I need. I just kind of want to make sure I, I protect everything as I go. So, are you doing uh, all the work in the bathrooms on your own, or are you bringing in a contractor? No, no, no. I no. I'm I'm doing some of the work, uh, but I've got like I've I've got like a professional tiler and everything oh, okay. like that that's coming yeah. in and doing the tile work There's and a, everything like that. It so. seems like tile is a pseudo mystic art. Oh, it, 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 there is. And, and let me tell you, and when you, when you see bad tile work, you know it, you know it. There's a, and, and There's a lot see, of things I've done. I'm like, yeah. I've never done this, and I just I'll look at it and I th- and I'll do it. Tile, I don't no, see wanting to no, do. No, 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 no. And and I'm watching what goes into it and the multi the multi layered approach that it takes to do good tile work. I I need it done. I'm sorry, Mrs. Roberts wants it done. So <laughs> so Whitney Whitney yeah. goes down down the the proper path on that. But no, we're we're making good progress. It's just there there is a fair amount to do, but um. I, I do have my new uh, dedicated 20 amp circuit in my game room, so that that brings my game room power uh, situation up to be even stronger than it was. So right now, Brent, in my game room, um, I've got three dedicated separate 20 amp circuits and two 15 amp circuits, and that's uh, that's much improved over the two 15 amp circuits that the game room started out with. So I've 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 got that new 20 amp circuit, so I, I can rebalance all of my machines. And uh, Brent, who am I fooling? It's really just in an effort to support bringing in more pinballs is, is what it's for. But that's okay. I, 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 I'm Whitney. I have a problem. So, th- so there it is. Um, 
you know, so that that allows me to do that. I'm reworking. I'm in the process right now. Worked on it a little bit uh, over the weekend, this past weekend, of reworking my power center to kind of, like I said, kind of rebalance everything uh, based on so that. You've so you've got a you've got a rack in the corner that was a cut down server rack, right? Uh, no, With a cut down telecom rack. Telecom yeah, rack. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's not it's not deep like a server rack, but it is. Uh, it's the same. It well, it was the same 42u height of a server rack, but I have. I have cut it down towards essentially about half height, mm-hmm. I guess. But um, everything that I have in it is rack mounted. So, so for any no one that for well, geez, yeah, my I, I'm disconnected from my brain is disconnected from my mouth. Hi, yeah. I'm Brent Griffin. Just keep talking. So it, it'll eventually for happen. people that don't know what a U is, yeah. a, a standard forty two U rack is about. They're not. Oh gosh. It's it's that's six foot. It, yeah, but not by much, man. Yeah, it, not by much. Plus wheels. It plus you know, plus or, wheels or stands depending yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. If you were to take the wheels off of it, then you're probably looking at it about six foot six foot in height, maybe six one or six. So two. it's a big metal rack about mm-hmm. that height. You yeah, know, and I say rack, it's an open space, and then you air quotes rack mount all your gear in it. There's yeah. a there's a, a, a piece of uh, metal down either side with holes in it. You put. Yeah. Special yeah. nuts, and you can screw all your equipment. And then, in it. then you can essentially air quote rack mount yeah. all, all of your equipment. And a U is a standardized unit of height, so that you can put quote unquote forty two things inside that rack if they were all one, one U. U a piece. And most most items that go in a rack are either one U, two U, three U. And I've I've seen some stuff that's like five U, but that's like that that's like all old school stuff. Yeah. But but m- most everything nowadays is one U, two U, three U st- stuff like that. But and not- you ha- what did you doing what are you doing for the power because you. You found some kind of rack mountable, yeah. Power strips is is what I've got, and they're they're essential. It's it's essentially commercial grade DJ equipment oh, is what okay, it is. Okay. And so you plug each one of these power strips into. Uh, I've got one plugged into each circuit, and what it does is uh, on the back of the DJ power strip, like on the at the back of the rack, um, it, there's there's eight individual power outlets. And in, on the front of the rack, there's eight individual throw switches that that have LED lights in them, and you power the power strip via the via the circuit itself. And then I plug all of the, and then I plug up to eight games into that DJ power strip, and then I just flip them on or turn them off as as I as I need with that. So with you that have throw to switch. you have to home run each of your games back to that. I do. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. I, I have home run each game back to the power center, so that I can. And what's great about it is on is on a whim I can I can go behind there and I can just move stuff around and rebalance stuff however I see fit. Gotcha. Okay. And, and it's actually been very handy as the game room. Has grown. I've been able to accommodate the growth because that the house was finished when we bought it. It's on a my game room's on the bottom floor. I don't have easy access to the ceilings or anything like that. So I so I've I've home run everything. So the game right next to the the power station is it away from the wall like four feet? So because of the bundle of cable behind it? No, no, no. It's not. It's not four feet. It's (laughs) maybe about. I don't know. It. it, You do bring up a good point though. It's it's maybe about four inches or so I sitting gotcha. off the yeah. wall, but it, the great thing about it is is I bought, uh, you know, I bought all um, all, all the electrical. Uh, 
cord that I bought or cable that I bought, mm-hmm. I've got it all bundled together with zip ties. And so everything everything is in a very nice, nice circuit. Compact. Cir- very, it's as compact of a circular you don't bundle have to, as I, I mean, can make Given it. that everything is, is basically an, an even width. Mm-hmm. You know, once you run it, you don't have. It's not like you're having to break into it. I never have to. I never, honestly, I never have to touch it again. And I made all the cords myself. I just went and got, you know, the contract, like the yellow plastic contractor packs for the plugs and the receptacles yep. and everything like that. And I just spent a couple weekends. Uh, Grace and I, I, I had Grace cutting cutting wire for me, and I just made up a whole <laughs> bunch of a whole bunch of electric, ca- you know, a right whole bunch to, of, to, to, uh, to cords. your specifications. Yes, it, everything was done to an exacting length. So it, it's all it's all actually worked out really well so so i can rebalance everything as it goes and and it's good but uh the great thing about this though brent is by having this additional 20 amp circuit i can now rebalance the pins that i have on the two on where i was running all my pins on two circuits i can now run all my pins on three circuits and if i if i and I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it because I'm going to do it. If I sacrifice a couple of vids out of there, I, I've, I can I can fit easily one, if not two, more pinball machines in my game room. And and at that point, honestly, I, I will be done. I will be done because I do want to maintain a certain amount of vids. I've got to maintain. I've got to maintain my. You can be all right me. there. I'm, he's, it's, I'm sorry. I was. It's hitting home. It's yeah, choking him up. Yeah, you need it's, more it's, water? It's choking me up. No, no, no. I'm good. When I start talking about my Nintendo Row, I start getting a little emotional. <laughs> a little but, emotional. but I'm maintaining the Nintendo Row and then a nice selection of non-Nintendo games that will be, quote unquote, my rotation games. Mm-hmm. The Nintendo games stay the pinball stay and that's that's how that's really how how it's going to work itself out but um but yeah method to the madness and um the nice thing about it is i'm able to reclaim one of the circuits inside one of the 15 amp circuits inside the room that i can now dedicate to lighting and signage and brent i'm going to uh i've got some really neat plans for what i'm going to do for some led signage and some uh translate displays and stuff like that inside the room now now that i don't have to use now that i don't have to share a circuit to Mm -hmm. run some games so now that i've got a 15 amp circuit dedicated to doing some some really fun stuff with some led work i can actually do a lot more than i was originally able to do so it's going to work out real good cool i'd like to put up some signs down here just yeah time and then the space because the my ceilings are so so low yeah yeah i'll figure something out oh yeah yeah i mean you know it's, it's something you can work with um in in other news my dark soft multi mvs cartridge arrived i have not had time to uh, try it out yet but uh, you know, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush and 90 in possession is 99% of the law. So, uh, I'm glad I've got it. It came in and, uh, it's, it's, it's ready to go for when I'm ready to devote some time to it. Um, and Brent, I did have a pickup this month, a Robotron. I see that. Yes. Yes. Now, Brent, it, it is a hundred percent working. It meaning you plug it up and you can play it and Sweet. it comes on and there's no problems with it whatsoever. And it's not a Robotron in a conversion cabinet or anything like that. There's I can't a, imagine why someone would, con- I don't even know if there was a bootleg Robotron. I've never heard of one. Well, you know, the strangest things happen yeah. to games over the time, over Those time. Those Williams and, board sets are such a, 
such a pain because there's so many boards. And there's so many big, boards. And, and all the wiring, the way they wire. I can't yeah. imagine converting one unless you were a total sadist. Yeah, because you would almost have to recreate everything Williams did to, yeah. get, to get the boards back in another cabinet proper. But uh, but nonetheless, it, it, you know, honest to goodness, Robotron cabinet. Uh, the only thing about this thing, and I think the price ref- was reflective of that, is that it was uh, it's painted all black. And <laughs> I, it just hurts my gut because it's like, man, who does this? Well, it's like why, my, why? It's like my scramble. Yeah, it's like why? You know, it, it, uh, the, uh, the I, I'm with you. I don't know. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it, I don't know. But let's put it this way: the price was right, and it worked, and it's got one of the most beautiful burn free K forty six hundred K forty six hundreds in it that I that I've ever seen. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's it's. It was it was a grab, is what Sweet. it was. So I went and I picked it up and I gave uh, I gave the man the money and uh, loaded in my truck and and I got the heck out of Dodge. Um, it is running a switching power supply. You know that'll eventually have to come out. But um, did you get the original with it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, if you don't, I, I probably have one. Yeah, I, it, it's in it. It's just that for whatever reason, somebody. Uh, it must have taken, uh, you know, it must have taken a nap, and somebody wired a switcher in it for whatever uh, yeah. reason. Who knows? But it's all still in there. It's just not running through. It's just not running off of it. So the paint point. on it, if you, is it just you know like store brand, store no, bought no, latex? No, quite honestly, dude, this feels like someone Linexed it because it's uh, pa- it's paint with a texture. Now, now the if I remember correctly, the cabinet will have some texture. But it's more uh, like this you is think more it, of a bumpy texture, like like somebody bedlinered this thing. Really? Yes. So it's not like you can sit to strip it. You know, uh, like uh, I could see getting not eat not not immediately. I could see getting squirrely on like my on my scramble because it's just latex paint. Yeah. Yeah. And it should citrus strip off. I mean, yeah, th- this will this will probably citrus strip off, but it's probably going to take it's probably going to take like three three passes hey, look. instead of one. Uh, it's black top road out in front of your house, right? Oh yeah, it sure is. Take it out there, drag it behind your truck <laughs> about a mile. Yeah, turn around, uh-huh. turn the game over, yeah. and then drag it back. It, and that'll it, wear some it, of it. And, and then and then you've got your you've got your rover truck. Well, that'll ready get to you go. through the upper layer. <laughs> it, it will definitely do that. <laughs> But um, underneath there is is going to be a very nice Robotron. Now, the thing about it is, though, is that I've already got a Robotron. So I bought this because it was a really good deal and it was working and it was a burn free monitor. Oh, there and, you go. And I didn't need it at all, but I just couldn't. I mean, I hate to say it, but I couldn't pass up the deal. What's, you know? your, so what's your other Robotron look like? Oh, it looks, it looks pretty good. Does so, it work? Uh, it works. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what you could do? You could take all, and this is collecting. This isn't mm-hmm. that it's, mm-hmm. it, this sounds kind of sketch, but hey, this is what collectors do to improve their collection. I know. Yeah. I know you, where you're going. You could, you could make yourself your Robotron mm-hmm. and then take the, the remaining parts and make a Robotron. A, a Robotron. And just yes. turn around and sell it. It's, and that's probably what will happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the great thing about it is, it's a hundred percent working Robotron with a beautiful burn free monitor. And I, I, I paid for those two things yep. instead of paying for that cabinet is what I did. So do you, you have know. other, you've got a defender in your collection, right? I do. Yes. Do you have any other Williams games? Um, I've got a Sinistar and I have a moon patrol. Okay. Well, moon patrol isn't on the, the classic Williams board set. It's, no, it's a Konami not. game. Konami? Irem. Irem. Okay. Yeah. 
Yep. Have you done the RAM conversions yet to over to single? No, I haven't. I've not done it on my I haven't. on my Defender. Yeah. And I, I haven't seen any re I've thought about it. I'm like, well, she's working. Yeah. It's, you know? it's like until there's a need for it, but uh, it, at some it's point, to run cooler. Yeah, but if it if it works, it works. And at some point, I might do it. But um, right now, that's that's kind of where it's kind of where I'm at. But um, there. So anyway, there there all that is. And uh, let's see. I still need to order some flybacks and you know, some need, locks from competitive products. I, I need to reach back out to him because I went and ordered a bunch of flybacks, and he was actually out of stock. Oh, and he was contemplating if he was going to get any more. Oh man, and, that would um, be a that would be a loss. Actually, I owe him an email back because we we were just trading emails and just just good conversation. Yeah, and uh, man, I um, hate to hear that. I, I he, his last one, I haven't had an opportunity to even get caught up on. It was kind of yeah. lengthy, and, yeah. and I had not thought about it till just now. Yeah. Oh, so man. yeah, and, and I'm with you. I'm still on the locks. I, I was. I, I still need to do it, and I'm going to do it. I just haven't done it yet. Neither, neither have I. I got as far as getting the flybacks on the way or trying yeah. to, and, and it kind of got shut down on it. So oh, man, I need to reach I, back out to him and I, see I, if he's, I do see if he's gotten any because it's been a month. Yeah, well, maybe maybe, maybe he does. Maybe yep. he does. But I, I was going to order both at the same time when I do it. So well, I, I'll follow up with you on that okay. offline. So because I I need to get get an order in. But uh, the and, and really, Brent, I think the only other thing that that I think is of you know of of mention. Is uh, we had family. We went on family vacation this past month. Uh, we went to Hilton Head, South Carolina, where we uh, where we typically go. Had a great time. Went in vacation with uh, with extended family, and that was that was a lot of fun. And so we did take one day where myself, my cousin Philip, uh, his son Gareth, and then my daughter Grace. We went. Uh, we hit the road, and we went um, kind of on on a miniature inclusive road trip, and we uh, spent the afternoon at a place called the Pinball Palace in Brunswick, Georgia. And you can look them up online. It's just thepinballpalace.com. Is, is that where Brunswick bowling balls are made? That's a good question. Don't know. Okay, go um, <laughs> probably ought to probably ought to you know answer that question at some point. But <laughs> I didn't. Shit. I, get, I didn't prep that for this I'll show. I get my people on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your people on that, and then let's. Let's sort the look on that. your face was priceless. Yeah, and uh, and I was talking with my hands there for a second. And I, I do apologize. <laughs> like, is he? Is he? Yeah. Is he making this up? Yeah. Just... No, no, no. Seriously, Brunswick, Georgia, man. That's that's where we were at. Maybe home of the bowling ball. I don't know. Brunswick, but we'll, Brunswick, we'll, world famous Brunswick bowling balls. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. Uh, we, I tell you what, journal journal journalistic integrity means everything. No stone unturned. Well, you're so. obviously not a journalist because you didn't you didn't investigate this story. This was potential. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. I ran out of time, Brent. I, hey, Brent, I'm a busy guy, know. you know. And so, anyway, so we went to the Pinball Palace, and we had the best time. We stayed for over four hours. Could have stayed way longer. So, was it coin drop or is no it? one pay free play? Okay, okay, and. um they 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 list the prices on their website. You can do like a day pass for twenty dollars, and uh, and that's really what what we wound up doing. And Brent, I will say this: I was thoroughly impressed because much like the TARDIS, it was way bigger on the inside. Okay, it's it's a neat building. It actually looks like a castle with the with the little um like 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 with the little fluted top on you know that's on top of the you know it's on top of like the 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 watch towers mm-hmm. and stuff like that it was beautiful it looked like it it looked like a miniature medieval castle is what it looked yeah. like yeah, i'm assuming there's a picture of the place on their homepage. Th- there may very well be but i've been holding 
holding on to my pictures because I wanted to make an album that coincided with the release of the show. They have okay? a bounce room. They have a bounce room. Yes, they do. And it, and it was uh, it was very well done. So this place, uh, Brent, is it is very well executed because it's not over the top. They are playing exactly at the level of their clientele for the kids that come in and for the parties that they have and everything like that. You can tell that they're running a pretty mean and lean shop and that is and it shows because they had they had every modern stern that I could think of, and uh, they had all the JJP games. They had Suncoast Pinball. They had Oktoberfest. They had Houdini. You know, American pinball titles. Um, they they had uh, they had even. You know, Brent, they even had Thunderbirds. Which, oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and of course, Brent, nobody was playing it, but but you know that being said. They they had a lot of they they had quote unquote modern pinball okay, and they also had a lot of what I would consider you know late you know late model classic pinball as well. And I, well, know, I'm going through the game list, and there's some oh yeah serious oh, hitters yeah in yeah there. dude there's some serious hitters in there, and they were all in good shape, and they all played well. And uh, you know, I played. Uh, I, see, w- w- what did I play? I played a lot of games, but what I came back to, time after time, and, and I'll go kind of oldest to newest is I played a lot of Jackbot, a lot of Pinbot, um, Sea Witch. I played a lot of Sea Witch. Never just, played a Sea Witch. Oh, man, it was so much fun. Is it? Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, I played uh, a fair amount of JJP, uh, Jersey Jacks, Pirates. Um, Hobbit, uh, played Oktoberfest, I played Ghostbusters, TNA, uh, Batman 66, played a lot of that. Why were you playing Ghostbusters? You own a Ghostbusters. I, I know, but it's fun, you know? That's true. And, and, and I played Look, it. Grace and I played a lot this of This picture it. in the show notes, that's Grace playing it, isn't it? It's Grace playing Ghostbusters. You all have that game. I know. That and, game. And, and you know what? And we're in there, and what, what what's one of the first games that she walks up to and plunges? Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. You know? sure, just tells you you made a good decision. There, there you go. And... um. Man played a lot of Black Knight Sword of Rage, played a lot of Deadpool, dude. Played a lot of Deadpool, and I played a lot of Willy Wonka. And I have not gotten to even see one yet. Yeah, yeah. And this one, um, this one was a limited edition, so got to play a lot of that. Um, it, it, you know, I, I just really enjoyed the place. It w- it wasn't so big. That oh no, that it, is a lie. I played one in Atlanta. Uh, that's right. We I did. did. I, yeah, did. Yeah, I didn't get to really did. play it, but yeah. I did see it. Okay. Yeah. We, yep. we plunged it a few times. Yeah. I actually got to spend time on Wonka at, at the uh, pinball palace. And, you know, I, I just, man, Wonka's pretty and I, I can certainly appreciate what they're doing with it, but I just haven't, <laughs> this I, is, this is what we call it yet. We call the slow. No, it's yeah, pretty. It, it is. It's really pretty. Keep I, your day job. I, I just go I, quit your day job. You know, something <laughs> I need to play more Wonka just so that I can understand it better so that I feel like I can say yay or nay on it, make, make my final call on it uh, at a later point in time. But, um, but man, it's, it, it's, I'd it's like, pretty, like it's got a lot one. going on. Yeah. I, I, I want to play it more. Do you play I, any Houdini? Uh, yes, I did play Houdini. I did. I still think I like Oktoberfest a little better. Uh, I played enough Oktoberfest to like it a little better, but I don't really think I've changed my stance on Oktoberfest overall. Um, 
that being said, I, I probably played it eight or nine times and still, you know, yeah. There's I'm a lot going, going on. You've got to really, there. yeah. I'll just wind up repeating myself, so I'll, I'll stop. But um, it, as far as how they how they ran the business and and their their approach, I, I thought it was top notch because there. It, Everything was set up well. It was positioned well. The lineups were strong. They had multiple rooms with just game after game after game. But Brent, it wasn't so big that it felt like it was too much, too much, or out of control. Yeah, and and they had they had a a decent selection of arcade games. Nothing over the top, and nothing nothing what I would consider you know quote unquote unobtainium titles or anything like that. They they had a fair mix of of the classics with you know. Know, like a lot of uh, on rail shooters, like you know, like the Jurassic World game and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But um, you know, House of the Dead and, and you know, and Terminator, uh, Terminator Two, or what Terminator uh, Termi- I Salvation. Thank you, Terminator Salvation. Thank mm-hmm. you. That's what I was looking for. They had that. Um, and so, so a good mix of stuff. But quite honestly, man, we were there to play pinball, and we played pinball. Is is what we did. So. I thoroughly enjoyed that. And uh, the other place that we went to was a retro shop, a retro gaming shop called Planet Fun that was in Savannah, Georgia. And I will say, because we don't really have a lot of this in Louisville, Kentucky, it was easily one of the best retro shops. I'm putting that in air quotes, retro (laughs) shops that I've been to in in quite some time. So much so that Grace uh, actually wanted to go back. And on the way home, we did stop in there one more time, and uh, and Grace bought some more. Uh, she bought some more books. So she <laughs> did. You notice the flux capacitor hanging on the it, column? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, dude, they they had it all. It was full of retro glitch, is what that shop was. Very very well done. Uh, wide assortment of console games. Wide assortment of comic books. Wide assortment of uh, you know manga. Wide assortment of figurines. Wide assortment of just everything. That How you was can the think Pricing on the old school stuff because I see some new production stuff in here. Yeah, yeah. The pricing on the old school stuff it wasn't it wasn't bad. It wasn't. It's cor- retail. You got it's retail. They it, got to keep the doors open. They got to keep that. the doors open. Yeah. I understand that, but it wasn't unfair either. Okay, okay. That's fair. So I don't think you were walking out of there with getting like an Earthbound for one hundred and twenty five dollars. I don't know I don't what think any of that means. Other it's one hundred twenty five dollars. It, it, it's a it's like a uber valuable SNES game. Okay. That, that wasn't going to happen, but. Um, like Grace bought some books, some um, some some anime books and some uh, some comics and stuff like that, and she and she was treated very fairly on that. So okay, fair enough. And, and she was in there spending her own money, so she was looking at the dollars, you know. So uh, she was happy. Uh, Gareth bought a, a a Game Boy Color uh, game, very very. I think he got a great a great deal on that as well. So it, it was it was a nice nice place. Really really enjoyed it. So I guess Brent all up. Uh, I've been running Romex. I got in my multi MVS. <laughs> I picked up a Robotron that needs uh, that needs to be stripped. And, and you went on vacation. And we went on vacation. Boom! There That's it awesome. Is. Yeah, I did pick up. Uh, but actually, this came this the the family member whose home I was helping to kind of clean out. I got ended up with a flashback too. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. And that is the best flashback. That's the one to, to get. That's the one to get. Really? Yeah. Did like in a box and everything? No, no. I uh 
the joysticks and uh-huh. the, the game unit. And actually, I we didn't have a power supply with it, so that was it was just nine volts. So yeah, I just yeah. went through a my wall world. I just that. went through my box of power wall yeah. warts and found yeah. one. Oh, good for you, man! That that is definitely the one to have. Now I don't see. I've already looked at it. And I looked. I've looked at it in the past. I don't see modifying it because. You can modify that for a cartridge port for people that, that aren't aware. That's the that's the one that's basically a twenty six hundred on a chip. It's FPGA, and it's got um, when they um, when it was designed, there was test air quotes test points put on the PCB mm-hmm. that are numbered, and the numbers directly correspond to the pin numbers in the cartridge port on a twenty six hundred. Yeah, so you could basically solder in a cartridge port. Yeah, and. I wouldn't do that because I've got umpteen 2600s. I've, I've got a box of six of them myself. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I've got, so I've got a flashback too. Oh, now. cool. Yeah, I know. That, that's awesome. The great thing about the flashback too is it's like, it, it's like really portable. You yeah. know I mean? If you were like traveling on a trip or whatever. I was looking at it as oh, one thing I did. That might mention. end up like on the, cause every year at Louisville, we like to put out a different game system uh-huh. and uh, I've actually already found the next TV that I'll have out. Oh, nice! So you know, some unique kind of television. Yeah, can you get me one of those? The, one of those prison you, TVs, though. That's what I'm look, after. Dude, it, uh, you don't want to know what I had to go through to get that prison TV. <laughs> well, anything with the word prison in the same <laughs> sentence. It, it, yeah, we probably shouldn't be talking about that quote on, on the air. Sh- yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, no. What well, was the other thing you it, said? The other thing is uh, my Retron seventy seven. I, uh, last show you'd ordered that, uh-huh. right? You yeah. hadn't gotten it. Yeah. No, well, I've had it for a bit. I just haven't really done anything okay. with it. But, um, I, when I got it and when I unpacked it, my first one was DOA from Hyperkin. So I oh, had to, really? yeah, so I had to send it back to Hyperkin and their customer service was very good. They, they took it. So in, you ordered direct. Me. I didn't know you could mm-hmm. even buy direct from Hyperkin. Yeah, you, I thought it went can. all through resellers. No, no, you can, you can order oh, okay. direct. You can order direct from them. And that's really about the only reason why I think they worked with me and it, it, they took me on because I, I'd, I'd had the Retron 77 for a while and it just kind of sat on a shelf, but uh, in, in its box. But uh, I wanted to take it with me on vacation and so that we could play it while, you know, as a family while we were on vacation. And so um, I had to send it back because it was DOA. They got it back to me in time. And then if you go up on the Atari Age forums, um, there's there's a thread there on the 2600 forum where the folks that make Stella, which is the Atari emulator, Mm -hmm. they... They have created a version of Stella 6, the current version, that runs on the Retron 77. And it's, it's called the Community Build Image. And w- essentially all you have to do is put in a new micro SD card and flash the Retron, I'm sorry, flash the Stella 6 image for the Retron 77 to it. And then you turn on your Retron 77 and it's essentially, Brent, a Stella box is what it is. And I put all of my Atari 2600 ROMs on that SD card and on my little Retron 77, there's every Atari 2600 game there. And we played the daylights out of that. I, I and just thoroughly I, well, enjoyed it. I, all right. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get out on my porch. Yeah. I'm getting up on the porch. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, let me, can you hear the creak of the rocking chairs? Yeah, yeah. I sat down. Yeah, go for it. Why wouldn't you just do pie play on a raspberry Pi? Uh, because I like the Retron 77 Fair enough. and it has the, it has the, the Atari joystick controller ports on it. And I took 
I took two rebuilt uh, Atari 2600 okay. joysticks with me. Fair enough. And we Don't step there. on my flowers. Yeah, we sat there and we played Atari 2600 <laughs> on something that's a lot smaller than a 2600. And uh, can and, and it's it, HDMI out, right? And it is HDMI yeah. out, yeah. And so you could hook it to a modern TV, and we played. Man, dude, we played all kinds of stuff. It was so much fun. Oh, that sounds like oh, fun. Oh yeah, we played Hero. We played Enduro. We played Freeway. We played Frogger. We played Yars Revenge. We played Adventure. I mean, dude, we played. We played all the all the stuff. It, it, <laughs> it was a blast. So the Retron seventy seven. It, it, it's a winner in my book for the, for that oh, reason cool. alone. Yeah. I've got all the stuff to do, a uh, like a pie player. I bought a pie. Oh yeah, okay. and I bought some of the the uh, the Super Nintendo Joy Pads. Yeah. They're like a SNES. They're like uh-huh. a NES, but they're like rounded. Yeah, they're rounded like so a SNES pad. I yeah. bought some generic, you know, close enough to look like it, but not close enough to be actionable in a court of law. But U- and USB connect. Yeah, I bought a set, and I've just never. I loaded an image once and was kind of flipping through looking at the config and I never yeah. got any further with it. Just yeah, time no, just got I, away from it. I understand. I understand. Um, but, but yeah, the Retron 77, it's good because it, it's got, well, it has a working cartridge port and it supports uh, all the modern homebrew Atari 2600 games. You can load them on, you know, on the SD card and, and go with that. So in my mind, it, it's like the ultimate 2600 from a portability perspective because it's one little box with a wall wart and an HDMI cable and one Atari joystick and you're in like Flynn. And for me, dude, I I mean, I like playing my 2600. I really enjoy it. Oh, I forgot to mention River Raid. (laughs) That's enough said. There you go. River Raid. Yeah. So that's my month, Brent. Well, that's cool. All right. Now, are are you going to rant? I am. So, you know, in in my month, even though I haven't gotten a lot of actual things done, I've had an opportunity to to be on Facebook, you know, and I think I've said it on the show before. I I, I don't I don't like Facebook for as much time as I spend on it. I don't like it. I spend time on it because that's kind of where you've got to be now for deals, for sale stuff. And and, and it, it. it hurts because that's the truth. Yeah, it it really does. Cause it's a time suck. And you know, between the, the arcade stuff, you know, I, I'm not looking for anything, but I like to kind of keep an eye. So I see what prices are doing, what's trading. Is there something in my area that I I'm know, like, but yeah, I would like to have that and I can work a deal, but it's the new forums, it unfortunately. Is. And, and that's kind of where I'm at, you know, and I see this when I'm about to just, this drives me crazy, and I look at a lot of the main forums I see for, I don't even know if you call them a forum, it's these group things. Uh-huh. It's arcade stuff and RC car stuff. Yeah. You know, and any other hobby that I'm sure any of you all are involved in, you're all probably members of 400 groups that that tie to that hobby. Like, the, I'll tell you what, man, the RC car stuff. <laughs> break, break it down for us, Brent. Here is like... There's like, I'm not making this up, Whitney. There's like 14 key for sale groups. You know, you'll have a. You you'll have to watch a, all of those. Well, you you become members of all of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Every, what it, so what ends up happening? In the same 14 groups. And that's you're exactly right because you're yeah. like okay, well you, you do like RC car or arcade for sale, and you'll see all these groups that are that are available and you'll see the member count and you're like, okay, well this one has so many thousands, so many thousand, 
these are the ones I'll join. Yeah. Then somebody will post something and then you'll see it three times, four times, five times in your feed because they posted all the groups. It's all the groups. And it's just, it's just in duplicate and it's frustrating. It is. Yes. I, and I see the same thing in the arcade groups. Don't uh-huh. get me wrong. Yeah. You've got your regional groups, which I know. I, now I kind of like that, but you also had those on the winning forums back in the day. Clav is still pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Pinside is still pretty hot. Yeah. Atari age for console stuff. That's still pretty hot. Pretty hot. And I'm sure they all do, you know, at at least I know in Pinside, you can search geographically. Yeah. I I don't know about Clov and the, uh, you know. I don't, I mean, there's geographic sub forums. But there used to be geographic sub forums. But but I don't think they're like really that active. Well, everybody's on Facebook. Because everybody's on Facebook. That's right. So that's one thing. But what what just, gets me is is the help and then the 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 help side of it the tech side of it and just the conversation side of it has all moved to facebook Uh so part of what happens there is you lose all that history and you in in the ability to search and find anything is is non-existent non-existent yeah i remember uh, scott over on retro gaming roundup talking about and i knew this but it didn't hit home until he he talked about it, uh-huh. and I'm like, he's 100 percent right. Yeah, he 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 likes Subarus among a few oh, other you're things. Talking Scott Schreiber, Scott Schreiber, right? yeah, Scott Schreiber. He, he, yeah. He's a fan of Subaru, some Subaru I'll stuff. You, he's usually pretty on point with what he talks about. He is absolutely. He, he, he really is. It, he yeah. was talking about some uh, some suspension parts he bought for his Subaru Brat. Okay, I think it was his Brat. Mm-hmm. Regardless, kind of like you were talking about with the Retron, kind of like me with a bunch of stuff I've mentioned, it sat on a shelf for a while until he could get to it. Okay. Well, when he went to get to it, he couldn't, he was like, he was, he needed some assistance in terms of how this, how this was assembled. Okay. All right. It wasn't like a one for one. It was more of an upgrade and it was slightly different than stock. So it wasn't just like trading like part for like part. Gotcha. He couldn't find it. It was on Facebook. Yeah, and he'll probably never. He find contacted it. the guy he bought it from. He couldn't find his own post. Yeah, he actually ended up directly sending Scott the same information he'd posted on Facebook <laughs> in the place where he listed listed these kits for sale. Scott got lucky because it all had just faded away faded into that away ether. Into the ether, you know. And I, I ran into that just today. I was flipping through. It was one of the pinball forums, and it was something like. I know the answer to that. Matter of fact, I've answered it a hundred other times. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to answer it for the guy for some other things I'm going to cover because the guy had actually put some thought into his question. He'd done some homework and then he'd said, okay, this is what I've done. This is the point that I've gotten to. I'd like some ideas. Okay, well, here's my idea. I've had your exact same problem. This is what I would look at. This is what I would consider. The thing that really drives me crazy is about what Facebook has become is it's that that instant now, I, I you know it's not like I was talking about earlier with with how those old radio shows typified the time and how it was a little slower. It's like how we've just like a hundred thousand miles an hour yeah. and we're going to hit this wall. Yeah, because it, it it how many times have you seen this, Whitney? Where you're scrolling through it and you'll see a picture of something, and I've seen pictures of dead monitors, and it just says thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's plug it in, turn it on, catch it on fire. I don't care what you do with it. What kind of thought do you want? What have you done? And then invariably there will be just all these replies. Well, have you checked the fuses? Have you checked this? Have you and like this poor this poor guy on the on the on the forum 
that asked the pinball question I responded to. He, he had, I think he would have searched based on what, what he put into his question. He seemed to me like he was doing some homework. He was putting in the effort, but he's not going to find it. Yeah. So that I've answered that same question several times. I just, it drives me crazy. And then the thing that drives me even more crazy is the litany of what is this worth posts. So everything that's of substance is completely overshadowed with thoughts, question mark posts, uh-huh. and what is this worth posts. Yeah. And the what is it's worth is, in my opinion, first of all, you, you can generally tell by um, the uh, um, the poster, you know, like if they have any other history, if you've seen the names before, that kind of stuff. Because even if these groups with thousands of names, thousands of members, they're still usually just a, a handful of people that are really active. They're either new, something they've come across, which happens a lot in the RC car world because they'll find something in an attic or at a, at a yard sale. Yeah. Pinball and video, not quite as much, but generally it's something that they've come across uh, or they, they, they're not in touch with the community to have an idea of the pricing. They're not doing their own research because just like the thoughts posts, I'll just ask. Mm-hmm. I'll take a picture of it with my phone. Because that's easier. And I'll, put, I'll post it to a group yeah. that I just became accepted a member uh-huh. of. Because I'm going to make somebody else work for me. And I'm going to have somebody else tell me what uh-huh. is wrong with this or yeah. what it's worth. Yeah, exactly. So I can sell it and go buy whatever. Yeah, and then move on down the line. Yeah. It just, I don't know. It's The barrier entry is low which has become a detriment to us as a society, <laughs> not just a pinball and RC car collectors. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can totally it. Get drives it. me insane. Yeah. At least with, with a forum there, there's, there's a formalized way to search and they would have a, they would have a UI that would allow for well, you can't controlling even, the search, but Facebook, you can't, you can't even do it with Google, no. Google tricks. You know, like face. You know, like site colon face. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I'm. I'm never honestly really tried that. But when's the last time you've searched for something and had it come back to with a link to a post in Facebook? Mm. Never. No. Mm-mm. That you know something that actually is a very good point. It, it, it's true. It's mm-hmm. true. It, it is. It. Huh. I have. I have seen things that I know the answer to yeah in one of those oddball i'm seeing a picture of a display and i know that's i know that's a monitor and the picture next to it is the back of the monitor but i know what the monitor is because in the picture they took of the part number on the tube that nobody cares about that doesn't help anybody that knows anything about monitors realizes they need to know what the chassis is i could see enough of the chassis to know what the chassis is to know what that problem is i'm I'm not answering it because you just posted two pictures and said, what, what? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And you're going to make me work. You're going to make me work to pull it out of you. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I I get it. I get it. So if you're going to post something on Facebook, (laughs) at least be respectful to people that you're you're going to ask. Do some homework. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I get that. I totally get it. It's and, and, and any good information that's out there just gets lost. Just like we're talking about the searching thing, so you know? so ultimately that that, that comes to I think uh, I can't the, wait the, to this part. I can't wait to this this book this this chapter of society close it, it <laughs> implodes on yeah. itself. Yeah, I, I mean th- this really drives home. I think the, the a crux of maybe a different yet related question is 
you know, his Facebook made things better or his Facebook oh, made no, things absolutely. worse. So for the few things that it excels at, ultimately, I think it drags everything else down. I, I don't even, I would argue that there's really nothing that it excels at. Oh, fair enough. It, from a societal, societal perspective, hmm. because I mean, there, there are studies and, and I mean, I, talk about me joking with you about not preparing about Brunswick, Georgia. Yeah. You know, can I cite it right now? No. Can you find it? Yes. Cause it's in Google. Yeah. There are studies about the psychological effects of Facebook and, uh, and I'm guilty of it, what I'm about to say, Yeah. but I'm guilty. But, but that also proves the point. Well, I'm guilty of it because what, what here's the point. Yeah. Everybody's life isn't roses. Everybody's yeah. dinner isn't always perfect. Yeah. But they're only going to post pictures of all the kids smiling. Everything curated. Everything is curated. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything is perfect. My brand knew this. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see the 99 other things that are the struggle. Or right. That's exactly right. So yeah. that's where some of the studies that I that I've read about and read. They they focus on the psychological effect that that the viewers of those timelines have mm-hmm. because Whitney's having a better life than I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's out here for display. On top of right. that, yeah, and, and it's not. Well, I, I'm facing this problem. My mom is sick. Um, yeah. I'm having a hard time at work. Um, this, you know, this, that, and the other thing. But oh my gosh, all my friends—they're all smiling and they're all out partying and they're they're eating wonderful food. And yeah. so then that starts to have a negative effect. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, when you, I post almost nothing on Facebook, you know, and uh, the things that I have posted, I've posted one thing honestly in 2019. And even a few things in 2018, and it was a test of that theory. Oh, okay. Because um, I'll post something, and it's kind of a fun, whimsical thing. And knowing people that don't post a lot on on the end, this side of the viewer, when someone posts that's a friend of mine that doesn't post a lot, it gets bumped real quick in my feed. I see it. Then I'll go back, and I'm like, okay, what else is Bill, Bob, Steve, or whoever posted? Hmm, Nothing. Yeah. All right, so Facebook is promoting them a little bit. Yeah. They get curated bubble to the top of my feed. I'm sure the same thing will happen to me. Post. And I'll post something. And then the 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 likes will build up and the comp because it's getting shown to everybody. Yeah, yeah. And what then Facebook, they try to draw me in as a poster because that post will sit. And then all of a sudden, two weeks later, it'll get activity again because it gets pushed to more people. Mm. To make me, oh my gosh, it's that's my positive affirmation. The studies into this is it's fascinating. Oh, I'm sure it is. It's fascinating. I'm sure it is. And yet we're still we're sitting here talking about pinball. I, I yeah. wonder. I wonder what is actually the greater societal good. Which, let's pinball just keep or Facebook. Yeah, let's just keep talking about <laughs> pinball. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> well, you know, now I've seen it used for like, uh, and I. Rec bars it comes up yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah. Rec bar has a, a page for their pinball league. Oh yeah, and it's and, and, and it, it, it's man, helpful. That, it is 
unbelievably helpful. It's very helpful. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, the, I, I'm sure there are support and self-help groups and everything. It, it's a tool, you know, it, it, it's a tool. And whether it's used for good, whether it's not, that's, it I makes guess me that's think, the question. It makes me think of that episode, uh, one of the earlier seasons of Star Trek Next Generation, where Jordy was ad- become addicted to the holodeck and he created the simulation. Oh, yes. Yeah. And yeah. it was, it was quietly referenced down the road oh, in other episodes. S- several times, yeah. actually. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's oh. exactly right. So, yeah. Man, it's just... Uh, so, you're, you're, as it ties to... As it t- Facebook ties to games, yeah. pinball, arcade. You know, just like I said, just don't go for the quick win. Do yeah, your homework. Do your homework. But then again, it's it's hard to do it. Yeah. If that's your only resource. If that's your only resource. Yeah. So it's it, so it's like this self-fulfilling prophecy. You want people to do more, but the platform that maybe maybe the only platform they've ever known is just that. And it's like, well, they've got <laughs> the tool doesn't let them do any better than that. Well, you it's, know, Whitney, it's kind of a bad deal. This is a good segue. So we'll take a little break and we'll slide into segment two, which yeah. we're going to start off with a tech segment about yeah. uh some op about optos video and pinball machine optos okay and uh we'll talk a little bit about resources for repair oh well good which on, ties into good on you not being able to use facebook as one so <laughs> fair enough anyway that, that sounds good and then we'll sprint we'll spend some of your money and i promise i won't do it as a post in a facebook group <laughs> great there thank you go how's that perfect whitney thank you I think I've calmed down, Whitney. Are you feeling better? I don't know about better. Uh, oh, okay. My, I'm how, how emotionally. I've. I still feel roughly the same. I still have the same opinions. Yeah, fair enough. Well, and that's that's to physically, be expected. my heart rate is returning. Uh, okay, all right. That's to be expected. That's to be expected. So your position hasn't changed. No, it's just, no. Well, it, it, it did change in that you took away my soapbox, so I'm no longer on it screaming. Well, we we do have a show. We do have a show to record here, Brent. You know, and uh, you know we're not. You know, we don't want to be. You know, the Alex Jones of you know like oh, pinball no, no. podcasting or anything. Yeah, so. I was out in the driveway kicking rocks and just yelling about Facebook. <laughs> Uh, yeah selling vitamins all at the same time you know going i know these things will do you better uh, <laughs> you had to reel me back in exactly. so we can finish this up I mean, exactly i've got some technical stuff i want to talk about i want to spotlight some stuff from our buddies over at podcast roll oh yeah this, i've got this, that to that's go. gonna be so good because uh, you don't even know what it's about well it's but it's gonna be it's so gonna, good i know podcast have, roll is good you have faith in me i do i do and i love misplaced it, 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 well misplaced as it may be but I do love Adam and JP. Oh, so, well, you know, there, I love there is that. I love one of them. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not going to say. I, I'm, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get in the well, middle I, of that. Well, I got to. I got to start some sort of. Oh. There's got to be some sort of tension. Oh, they, the, the pot has to be stirred. They they, they can arm wrestle over which one I oh, love fair, the most. Fair, fair I don't enough. care. Oh, okay. Okay. That, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so I mentioned I want to talk a little bit about optos. So what brought this up is. Uh, I had the opportunity I did over the course of the month, I, I, I did kind of a quick repair and helped out some folks. It was an opto for a Williams system 11 game. Okay. And it was for the drop target, a three, a three what, bank drop. What, what game was it? I believe it was a police force. Oh, okay. So there's not, a couple, it's yeah. not, not one I'm immediately it's familiar a, it's with. It's a fun little game. Is, is yeah, it's, okay. I think it's an Owsler game. Okay. Kind All of right. a neat, neat, neat kind of a concept type of a deal. I but just, I just don't really think I've ever seen 
that there's been a handful many, around, but times. yeah, okay. you know, I, I don't recall very I'm, many okay. being shows that you and talk, I both talk been about out. it. I'm going to look it up because I, I want to see if it's what I'm thinking. It so is. the 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 thing here in that in that game, and as I understand, this board or similar to it is used in System Eleven and some WPC era games. It is uh, it's used to read the position of the drop targets, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how this all kind of came to mind. And uh, we've talked about Optos before a little on the show as it relates to pinball specifically. And generally, it's kind of like, well, you got this funny look on your face, Whitney. Are you? Yeah, that's not what I did, I, I just looked it up on, on Internet Pinball. Di- no, 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 because I found it. I, I was able to find it on the site I was using in uh, Internet Pinball Database. And that is not what I expected. So I have not played this game. Okay. For sure. So um, we've talked about optos before like like your typical opto on a ramp is going to be like a little holder and a small little pcb that an actual receiver and transmitter solder to and they look like a little led Mm -hmm. and it'll you know shoot across the ramp this infrared light that you can't see that the ball passes through and all that top type of opto i'm talking about here is is all in a little self-contained little plastic package and they kind of look like a u but like with squared off corners, it's like two little legs sticking out. And typically like in the pinball side of the house, you'll see them a lot in mechs. For example, uh, the thing hand in Adam's family, it's got two optos on that mech on a board. And as the hand moves, there's a, uh, um, uh, I, I don't know what you'd call it. Maybe a sh- an interrupter is probably the correct term. A little tab that hangs off the mechanism. And as it passes through the opto, that it reads that, the game reads that as a limit switch and says, oh, thing is all the way one way or thing is all the way the other way. Police force is actually thinking, talking about police force. It's got a toy in the side of it that's like a police car. Mm-hmm. And you can lock okay. a ball in it and then it'll and it comes down the side of the play field. Yeah. I haven't had one apart, but I would be willing to bet that that's, it's the same deal. It's got two little optos, one at either end of the little track. And that's how it knows when the cars made it end to end. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it interrupt the inter- There's probably a little flag, little tab that hangs down and interrupts the opto. And that's how those drop targets would work. The back of the, those, that era drop target has a little tab off the back of it and would pass through the, the opening in that little U shape and interrupt it and boom, the drop targets up or down. Mm -hmm. You'll see these a lot. Also the style in arcade games. So like a gore flight stick, it has four, one for each direction, Mm -hmm. even though it's the same basic, it's the same stick, same mold. And the base is the same. I'm trying to remember Tron and Satan's Hollow, I think, actually has discrete leaf switches on it. I think they, I think they do. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah. They got, they've got a, uh, um, like a, uh, an actuator that reminds me of a Pac-Man, the one on a Pac-Man. Yeah, yeah. It's got four. It's got a yep. base. I bet actually, if I looked at it, I bet the base off of a Pac joystick is probably the very same weld or metal piece of metal that's uh-huh. on those. Yeah. Regardless, Gore, you know, Gorf actually has optos for the directions. If you've got a pole position, the wheel, that's an opto, mm-hmm. same type of opto. Mm-hmm. If you've got a Tempest or any spinner game, the spinner's got an opto in it. Trackballs, same deal. In those cases, like your spinner 
and your wheel, one where you've got, you know, continuous motion, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's the, the interrupter is a disc. If you've ever had trackball part or looked under a spinner, you've seen, it's a mm-hmm. disc with a bunch of, uh, some, uh, uh, like little slots, little cut slots in. cut slots in cut it in. and it can yeah. read those. Uh-huh. So the, these are real common everywhere. And what ends up happening, especially in the pinball world is, uh, they'll just, they'll, they'll just break because Think about it on a three bank drop target set. You've got these things hanging off the PCB half an inch, however tall they are. They vary a little bit. Just depends. Drop, you know, ball hits that whole mech. The target drops. So there's a little shock there. Then this massive coil fires and launches them all. You know, so there's this constant shaking. And even the little boards themselves in that particular application, they've got little plastic, not plastic, little rubber grommets to try to isolate them. But it only goes so far. Yeah. And that's what happened in this this particular case. Pulled the board out, and I was like, okay, well, these two targets aren't reading. And I look at the optos, and they're setting crooked because the legs broke up inside that plastic carrier. Yeah, yeah. All right. So how do you fix them? You got, you got a lot of options. And, and this is kind of where, uh, you know, we were talking about Facebook and everything earlier. All right. And, and research and doing your homework. And how do you do that? options on both sides of the house is you can replace the opto itself that's what i like to do depending on what what you what you need and where you get them they're under a dollar or maybe as much as five bucks okay and if you do a little homework and you find the part number and then even if you have to find a modern equivalent for it and you order from a Mouser or a Jameco or who is it that you like to order from, Whitney? Um, it is, uh, oh God. Dig, I, I just put you on a spot. Digi-key. Digi-key. Yeah, Digikey. I guarantee, and not just like the pinball mm-hmm. resellers. It, it, there's a lot to be said for convenience. If yeah. you've already got an order coming yeah. and you need something, you know you can get over here for a dollar, but you're going to pay $2 from them. Yeah. There's a lot to be said for just, I just need one, just throw it in there. Yeah. I, I understand that entirely. <clears throat> But if you do a little homework, you can get these parts for little and nothing. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, you just you just have to have everything ready to go. You know, you just have to have your cart built, and you just got to pull everything apart. So it's just it, it's just part of it. But you're right. If you can, just like a cap kit, you know, if you can find the discrete ca- the discrete caps, you can save a lot of money. You can. You can yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So you know, on the pinball side. You could go to the vendors, for example, and buy, and we'll just keep with the police force. Mm-hmm. You could buy an aftermarket board for that three-bank drop target assembly for a Williams, for these Williams games, all right? Okay. And I, I the, actually, I put a link to it here in the show notes. So the board runs, oh, no, that's just the that's just an opto. I'm sorry. I thought I had a link to it. So whatever the board runs, I guarantee you it will be more than the discrete parts. You could buy enough optos to probably replace all the optos on five of those boards versus just one board. Mm-hmm. You know, say yeah. even if the board was just thirty dollars. Now, yes, there's a lot to be said for just replacing it. All right, it's in, it's done. Especially if you don't have the equipment or you're not comfortable doing it. I understand yeah. that as well. Yeah. My take on if you replace a board, no matter what it is, keep the old one. All right. And now I'm going to circle us back into that Facebook conversation and doing your homework. 
either down the road if you if you feel that you're more comfortable with repairs or you sell the game. My personal preference is to have original boards because out on the internet, there's 20 plus years still out there in searchable forums of support for all of this stuff. Whereas the aftermarket stuff, not so much. Yeah. You know, I've taken a look at some aftermarket boards and uh, uh, yeah, I can plug it in to say, uh, I can get a board, let's just say that'll emulate most all the Williams system X type games, six, seven, whatever. There's a couple of those multi boards that, that are out there. And, you know, you just, you do, you set a set of EPROMs on it or however you configure it to support that game. But they have their own little foibles and they don't use the same drivers. Yeah. They use something a little different that are driven in a different way and the technology to activate them is different. And now I've got this aftermarket board and my support base has just shrunk mm-hmm. considerably from the known support base for the thing that I've replaced. Yeah. Okay. So I, personally, I'm not a fan of them. Now, again, in this case of these opto boards, you can go either way. They're pretty simple. Um, there, so there's not a lot of room to do a lot of those kind of fancy dancy changes and bring it up to air quotes, modern standards, just because you can, doesn't mean you should mm-hmm. bring that back from earlier in the show, Whitney. Yeah. Um, but in some cases you can't, you're not going to go out and buy that, that opto board for your Tempest, the whole board. You're not going to go out and find somebody. I bet you right now, arcade shop is, does not have the board that goes on the steering wheel in a pole position, as many pole positions as there are out there. All right. So you're back to just doing a little homework, kind of realizing where these things can fail and, and just in, in, in replacing it with a current part. So speaking of this, this is what I've run into with replacements. Uh, this, the, the form factor of the, of the opto itself. You know, I mentioned they look like a little bit of a U. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got dimensions in there. How tall is it? The opening, the window that's in there, where the transmitter that's in that little housing shines through the gap to the receiver, where is that in relation to the base of, of, of the opto? So what I ran into, like with this uh, police force, was I put the optos on it, slapped it in, didn't work. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, wait a minute. Took, took the board out put a card in them and they read just fine. And then I looked at a different, from a different perspective across the board and the replacement optos that I had, had gotten, they were a different height. And along with that reduced height that moved the little window that the receiver and transmitter were shine through. Yeah. So they were out of line. They were out of line. Yeah. So what I ended up doing was I took them <clears throat> off the board, spaced them up and then to, to, you know, put them in place because now they were just there on their legs mm-hmm. as opposed to being at least solid against the board. Then I just use a little hot glue to get to nicely secure them to the board back in, back in the game. Yeah. In a way it went. Yeah. So you can, you do have to get a little creative. You know, you might be able to find a part 
with an equivalent electronic characteristic, but the form factor is a little different. Yeah, and and I think I think you probably see that happen a lot, like with with capacitors and things like that, where the you know depending upon the value that you need, the the whole packaging may be completely different. And I see a lot of people on Facebook that they they get kind of wrapped up in that, and they say, "Oh, will this work?" And it's like, "Yeah, electrically, it's exactly the yep, same. Absolutely, it's, it's just the packaging is different." You know, so yeah. Well, you know, today it. Your um, your uh, uh, the words are just your radial caps are mm. basically the standard. And what's oh the other word? What's the other the word? Axial. The axial. Ac- thank you, Whitney. Yeah. The axials aren't near as common. An right. axial being uh, where the lead comes out of either end. Out of either end. That's and right. In a radial, both leads come out of one end. Yeah, out of the bottom. Exactly. Yeah. And you know the way you deal with that today is you get. You, you pull your axial off, and generally on your smaller caps, you can lay the legs out flat, mm-hmm. and it will actually stretch yeah. for the most part and yeah. fit. Now, you got a lot of leg. <laughs> you got a lot of leg in there. <laughs> and so when I do that, I'll tack it in with a little hot glue. Yeah. Uh, and on the bigger caps, you, you're not as lucky, and you've got a lot more weight. Yeah. And generally they call they're what they call um uh they'll have they'll they'll have different legs. They won't have the long wire form legs. Yeah. Okay. The long wire legs. Yeah, they'll just have the thicker, straighter legs. Exactly. Yeah. So what I'll what you'll do is you'll lay them down and then you'll just use a jumper. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll you know, okay, well, I'm gonna orient it so I have to use a short one for the positive and then a longer one to reach around mm-hmm. all the way around to the top of the cap for the negative. Yeah. And if you're lucky and the PCB has holes in it because the original cap was so big they zip-tied it, you can zip-tie it down. Yeah. Otherwise, you got to hot glue it. you just got to get creative. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you, even on doing like cap kits on monitors and stuff where I've had to do that, like for filter caps and everything, I'd have to go and like bend the legs with a set of pliers in yep. order to get in order to get things to fit. You mm-hmm. know, it's just just the way it is. You got, you got to, you've got to get creative. And the same thing here, you know, like the, the GORF, and I thought about pulling out my notes, but I, 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 Decided not to because I needed an opto for it when I built that GORF, put that GORF together years ago. Well, that original part number was long since obsolete. So I found a replacement. And a couple years ago, I remember wanting to share that information with a fellow collector, a friend of ours, Whitney, in Atlanta. And I went to give them the part number and that part was now obsolete. So it all kind of comes down to, honestly, just starting to feel comfortable with learning how to do your research, put in that footwork. And even if you ask, have to ask the question to find in a, of somebody that has much more experience, hey, look, I've got this. This is what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it crosses to this, but it's not available. Uh, can somebody help me find an equivalent? I'm not versed. Okay, okay. Uh, Hey, look, that's when people jump in and really help you, you know, yes, exactly. Don't just pick, don't post a picture of it with a circle around it that you drew with your finger on your phone and say, what? what? You know, yeah. Post it. Yeah. With different color question marks. <laughs> so yeah, here, here's the takeaway from all this. Um, you know, this stuff is repairable and, uh, it's fragile. You know, these, these things weren't meant to last this long. And the parts are out there. You might have to do a little footwork. You can definitely get into the game of buying replacement boards. Even on the arcade side, 
if you lose the opto in your trackball, you those boards are pretty common to find. They run about, I think it's like 20 bucks. Is that I think that's what an opto board for a trackball costs. You got two in there. Honestly, it'd be a lot cheaper if you went out and you probably that's probably a dollar opto. And you just repaired the board. If you wanted to go that route, if you were comfortable with doing it. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, we always try to encourage people to to be a little bit more self sufficient, and that's that's the encouragement here. Yeah, you know? and, and I think that's well played because you you come out on the other end of it uh, better off in, in a couple of different ways. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. If you ever go to put one of these in, just just pay attention to the orientation because you can definitely get them backwards. They should be marked. There should be some sort of mark on the board, and then there should be some kind of mark on the opto, whether it's a something cast in the body that shows you where that, that key pin is. Um, or sometimes that the, the side where your, I guess your number one pin is mm-hmm. instead of having a yeah. flat top on the top of the U, it'll be like a little notch cut out there. There'll be an indicator and you can always look at the schematics and, and figure it out, you know? And again, this is one of those, op- this is one of those times where if you do the homework, then you ask the question, that's when people will jump in, and get you right to the answer because you're 99% of the way there, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and at that point, you know, you've, all you're doing is asking somebody for validation or you're asking somebody to just double check. You're not asking somebody to figure it out. And and there's, there's a big difference. There. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So actually I made mention of the podcast role folks. So we were talking a little arcade, a little pinball. And for anyone that hasn't listened to Adam and JP over at podcast role, they've, I, would you call that a pop culture show, Whitney? Yes, yes, de- definitely a pop culture show because yeah. they talk about gaming and movies and uh, just all kinds of interesting topics. Man, just they're they're everywhere, but it's it's great. Their their shows are interesting in that they also try to keep a lot of evergreen topics. Uh-huh. Now and they'll revisit something from yeah. time to time, uh, and generally. They've got a lot more history of shows than I have a history of listening. Yeah. So every once in a while, they'll, they'll say something. Well, we we talked about this X years ago, and it was before I listened. Yeah. So if they're revisiting, it, it's with, um, you know, like the way they've changed their tastes, if they're doing some kind of list or something, yeah. just talking on a topic. Um, we tend to get a, some some time sensitive stuff in our show they're they're less they're less so but anyway give them a listen definitely less time sensitive because because you can go back and reconsume everything they talk about yeah Yeah. so a couple of the recent shows they've been giving their personal top 20 lists of games Mm -hmm. and uh you know they had they didn't limit it to a console an era or anything it's just personally their top 20 and I pulled a couple sound bites out. And I, th- I thought some stuff Whitney and I could talk about. Oh, okay, so, all right. Something that kind of hit home. So fair enough. Here's now I'm going to keep us up when I when I run this Whitney. So okay. if, if we need to pause it and and give them grief or if you sneeze or something, it'll be in there. All <laughs> okay, right? fair enough. All right, so here it comes. Good to know. What would you think? Give me a little teaser. I'd imagine at least one Mario Brothers game is on your list next week. Hopefully. Does three make that or does one make it is the question. Maybe Super Mario World. Maybe you're a it's world It's not Super guy. Mario World. Yeah, same. It's not Super Mario World. It might be Super Mario Brothers 3. Three's oh. When you think a, a major important part of gaming more so back then than now, and it could be because of the lack of visuals for games, um, hey, the sound here, is very here important. Here goes. Yeah. With yeah. games yep. now being so 
visually impressive, sound not so much, but I think to this day that's why the old retro games, even pinball to this day, sound is so important because the visuals just aren't there. I may get some hate from that from our broken token guys. You, but you could, could, Adam. The visuals are not there. It's a, you know. I didn't know the Big 20 was going to have so many hot takes. <laughs> so many hot takes. Compared to like, you know, the a PS4 Pro or an Xbox One X graphics heavy game, I mean, a pinball game does not have that visual. So you're saying. Yeah. Just for the sake of this argument, let me make sure what you're saying here. That you have to do an ACDC pinball game because otherwise it would just be boring. Not just that kind of sound, but I think the sound is so important as we see for retro games with 8-bit graphics or a pinball game with zero to very minimal graphics. I think the audio is very important because it's, you know, it's, it's making up for lost visuals. Oh, yeah. It's not a bad thing. Okay. I mean, with like a Mario game now doesn't have music this great. The Mega Man 2 stuff was fantastic. No game in 2019 will stand up to this audio. It won't because it doesn't have to. It has stronger legs of visuals that are more impressive. If you're slobbering over how good the, the character looks, you don't care about the sound. So I have no input on modern games and the soundtrack for modern games. None at all. Okay. I, I will. I, I Let's do, address I, that to begin with. I, I, I do because okay. my daughter and I play on the Switch. Okay. So I, I feel like I can at least comment from that perspective without being so totally off base. Okay. But there's but that. The, well, that's not, that's not yeah. the, the point that, that I think the key point that Adam brought up was on the like on the pinball side mm-hmm. having to have the sound because to a degree your your visuals are limited mm-hmm. well they are limited everything that you walk up to a game even off mm-hmm. everything that's there is there mm-hmm. it's not like a video game that is potentially ever changing yeah, if you write a game that yeah. is just like uh, of, of random yeah, if you yeah. have random manufactured on game. the fly yeah, yeah. exactly exactly yeah and you know in one of the things that come to mind is like the new stern star wars uh-huh there's a ramp there kind of off center to the left and it's like several things it, it's it it has to do with indoor it has to do with death star it has and that's where the inserts come into play and that's that's how you change i guess that's how you make use of what visuals you have available to you in that medium mm-hmm. so i i would agree with him Especially in modern pinball that's so deep. Yeah. Where the, you know, everyone always talks about not being able to get a f- feel for a game at a show because they can't hear it. Oh, and I fully support that. I do. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 you literally have to follow the flashing lights. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think in, in that regard, I, I do think Adam is, I do think, I do think Adam's on point when it comes to that because, I have a hard time enjoying pinball with if I cannot hear pinball. Oh, I, I agree I absolutely. I do, and yeah, I have given this. This actually hit home for me. I have a presentation that I've given twice. Mm-hmm. I gave it at. Um, I debuted it. Mm-hmm. If if there is such a thing, it's not much fanfare because <laughs> no one fanfares for me. I debuted it at Grand Ole Game Room Expo. In uh, uh, what year is this? In, in eighteen? Yeah, it was eighteen. And then yeah. I I gave it again at Louisville in uh-huh. nineteen. That is correct. Yes. And the presentation was the, the crux of the presentation was how you had to use your imagination in in gaming. Mm-hmm. And I started specifically with older arcade and console games and black and white games and 2600 games and then compared and contrasted 
even the little bumps in technology at the time, like the 2600 versus the Intellivision and how like in, in, in their like combat game, like the Atari combat where you're flying the biplanes, mm-hmm. how they do the clouds differently to represent what was something we all know is a real tangible thing. Mm-hmm. And then how your brain had to fill in the rest of the visuals and then bumping that forward into pinball, kind of playing off what Adam was talking about, how you have to use your imagination, like the stuff we just mentioned with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to indoor. All mm-hmm. right, I'm, I had, I'm, you know, got a buddy up with Ewoks. I do it. Yeah. And how do I go to indoor? Me in my brain as this ball uh-huh. have to go up that ramp. And that's why. I, and that's why I love pinball. Right. And then, and but when you hit that ramp. Uh-huh. Or and you hear the speeder bike, or you yeah. hear whatever, or yeah. you or you hear uh, laser cannon fire, or something recognizable. Um, in Ghostbusters, when you're going to the Sedgwick Hotel and you hear the uh-huh. the sirens, uh, you're now driving Ecto One. Uh-huh. And when you hit that ramp, that 30 seconds ago was something else, but that now represents your turn, and you hear the tire squeal. Yeah. That's what he's talking about. That's what he's talking about. And That's right. For once in my life, and probably the only time ever, I can agree with Adam. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? The end result is all that matters. But but I, I, I definitely agree with Adam on this. And even when... Uh, even when he and JP were playing, uh, you know, the, the, the Super Mario, I think it was Super Mario 3 background music, mm-hmm. I couldn't help but think about one thing that I was doing over the weekend while I was working inside the house is on my Spotify, uh, one of my playlists on Spotify, I have video game music. And Brent, I was listening to 8-bit you know, eight bit video game music and <laughs> and one and one of the songs that came on You're such a nerd was one of the I know was one of the was one of the Legend of Zelda songs. Oh, was it? And it was it was one of the high it was one of the high rule um, you know, one of the high rule themes, and, and and I just as soon as it came on, I mean, instantly with like within three notes, three notes, I knew exactly what it was, and I stopped, and my brain went back to me playing Zelda as a kid, and it's like. <laughs> that that works you oh, know yeah. Yeah. and i i can't really say the same for for mod, for modern gaming i mean I, I will say this i think some of the soundtracks from um from games as like let's say within the past year or two i think have really stepped it up you play like breath of the wild you know legend of zelda breath of the wild on the switch or even super smash brothers ultimate which grace grace has grace has gotten into playing and let me tell you the soundtrack on that is fantastic but but dude that's more like a cinematic experience that's not that that's it, it's just not central and core to the game like Super Mario Brothers three, or Super Mario Brothers, or even well, The Legend of Zelda. Well, this, we're getting into modern games, yeah, but I still yeah. want to ask you this. Yeah, have you ever heard of Video Games Live? Oh yeah, I've been to it. So, I, and I have too. It's yeah. been several years. Mm-hmm. They they came through Louisville, and they yep. may have been through. So, what they do is it's Tommy Tallarico, uh-huh. and uh, um, he'll get a, a good sized venue. Like when when I saw it, it was here at the Kentucky Center for the Arts. That's where I saw it at as well. And that. I feel safe in saying that it's not a trivial thing to get Kentucky Center for the Arts. No. And, and to get the main hall. Yeah. So he'll have a huge screen 
and they'll play these scenes from video games and he, they'll start back even with Pong uh-huh. and then they'll work their way forward and a live orchestra uh-huh. will play the music. Yeah. And like, I guess with just Pong, it's just somebody down there, maybe the cowbell going tick, tick, yeah. tick. Yeah. And then tick, you know, or, ding, or, ding, or, ding. you know, or triangle or, or something. Triangle, yeah. yeah. Or triangle. Or and something. then it works its way up. Yeah. And it, it goes through all the genres. So everything. Here's the question. Yeah. In modern gaming, is it just the, does it really have good audio? And no, it, and it's they, just, they, they never got to quote unquote modern gaming. They stopped it. The, well, the I sh- haven't seen it in probably 10 years. Well, okay. Now that's a good point. That, that, that's a fair point. My thought was, is it just being overshadowed by everything else? Let's put it this way. When, when, when they got up to the point to where they played the theme for Donkey Kong and the theme for the legend of Zelda and super Mario brothers, people, including me, oh. <laughs> got up and cheered, okay? Oh. I mean, I was like, yeah, like that, okay? And I didn't see that happen I, I know. for Marvel versus Capcom, and yeah. I didn't see that happen for Street Fighter, and I didn't see that happen see, for... See, I barely even remember those. Yeah. I remember them going into, I guess, more modern kind of fighting or... Yeah. I don't even know what kind of game Fr- franchises, mod- yeah. more yeah, modern exactly. franchises. Yeah. 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 And, and in that situation, they're spotlighting the music. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And, and I, that's when you said more cinematic I, yeah. in my mind, I'm wondering if, because it's so cinematic and there's so much going on mm-hmm. and is it, is it, I, I don't know. I haven't played a red dead redemption, but I know like t- red dead redemption too, but I know it's very story driven. Yeah. Is there not really an opportunity in that game because you're doing mission? Is it more background music? Yeah, it's versus. It's a really good question. You know, I I, like like with Breath of the Wild, you get um, it has background music, but it it's just not. I don't know. It's not. It's great. It's good, but but maybe it just isn't as iconic Mm -hmm. as like just the Legend of Zelda or Super Mario Brothers. Because let me tell you, there's a difference. <laughs> there's a difference. So nonetheless, yeah, I mean, Adam, I I agree with you. I agree with him too. My personal experience in uh, um, in classic gaming, mm-hmm. sound, definitely Tron. Oh yeah, uh, the Peter Gunn theme from that that's that's in Spy Hunter. Mm-hmm. Everybody, that's that. You say Spy Hunter to anybody that's our age, and they start going. Yeah, exactly. And in pinball, I mean. Definitely, you have to have, in my opinion, a solid sound package and call outs yeah. to go with the game. Yeah, that that's what puts you in the game. In the game, and without it, the game is not the game. Not not completely the game. So yeah, there's that. All right, so I got one more thing here from uh, um, from the fine folks from Adam and JP over at Podcast Roll. Okay, give, so give this a listen, Whitney. All right, all right. I think so, I know where you're going uh, with this. The uh, Broken Token Podcast right. has accepted our challenge. They did. Of an over seven-hour podcast. <laughs> so, first of all, I'm just going to stop it right there. Um, who, in their right mind, show up, show of hands, everybody in this room, <laughs> raise your hand. Who, in their right mind, would have accepted a challenge for... Uh, your honor I, i'm raising my your, hand your honor i would yeah. like the record to show <laughs> that brent doesn't brent doesn't participate whitney's in the challenge. hand was raised oh yeah 
Uh, I don't know how we're going to do it. Well, the good thing about it is the challenge isn't time bound. So we'll, so I, I don't I don't know how or when we're going to do it. But I, I can't just let the oh, gauntlet sit, sit on the floor. Well, you know, we could have a Christmas spectacular and just exactly. combine some old shows. That's exactly so right. Let's, let's go. Let's jump back. Yeah, in. fair enough. I told them that I know they're smart enough to time this exactly to. Yeah, he said. Uh, Brogan Togan says to us a seven-hour, twenty-five-minute, thirty-four-second episode challenge. So, who come up with the time? Uh, was Ad, Adam? Uh, no, I'm sorry, JP did. It seems awful specific. It's, JP, it was extremely specific. Yes, and I, I mean that's whatever. Run for it. <laughs> Just give us some uh, runway to prep. We. So is that who you and the broken token mouse in your uh, pocket? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, at this point, that would be yes. Jeez. <laughs> We'll have to eat some Wheaties that day, breakfast of champions. Oh, it's going to be more than that. <laughs> so, so Brent, I, I vicariously signed you up for something is what I did. So I got caught up in the moment. Did and, you? Oh, yeah, definitely. I got caught up in the moment and could not let that gauntlet hit the floor. So, you know, uh, here, here's Brent. He's out maintaining his lawn. True story. <laughs> True story. I'm actually out working in the lawn, uh-huh. and then I get this. Oh. My, yeah. I'm like... <laughs> This is what I'm signed up for. Uh, this is what we have signed up for. Uh, I'm sorry. This is what Whitney has signed us up for. Yes. Oh. I hope they don't come back with a, we did this. Now we challenge you to right. 15 hours. And- <laughs> right. JP, you just wait. <laughs> because I'm going to let, I'm going to let you uh, determine the challenge. I'm sure that I, it will be of no surprise to you that I always have at close reach some kind of interesting thing whenever all of us are together. (laughs) Just wait. So something better than Twinkies? Never know. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) What will we do? Yeah, I don't know. Because those guys do marathons of podcasts. I mean, really, a seven hour is not... I know, it's not a stretch for them. They've had uh, pretty recently an over four hour episode, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so but, we're not even doubling what they usually do. But here's the thing, and here's what they got to speed. Here's what they got to speed, Adam. Yeah, where's they're smart. <laughs> so you know what we could do if we want to do this seven hour and twenty five minute thirty four second episode is yeah. we could take some of their shows <laughs> and put it in the middle of our show. <laughs> <laughs> Problem and call, solved. And call it a cross promotion, a cross promotional <laughs> show. Yes. <laughs> Buried they, somewhere they within this in, episode. Very. <laughs> yeah. They, they have vast intelligence to yeah, just talk oh, that, about. That is for sure. Uh, to just openly opine about mm-hmm. uh, circuits and yeah. all that technical stuff they talk about. Right. That seems like school. It's like me talking. We talk about movies and games, but imagine imagine being so smart where I can talk about how they made what remains yeah, of the could, Yeah, I couldn't make a projector. <laughs> right. We just talk about what we like. Yeah. They don't talk about, you know, they like the cherry animation in Mrs. Pac-Man. They talk about how that cherry animation was made. I know. Like <laughs> how a pixel's born. <laughs> right. That might be a show title. Oh. How is a, I don't know if it, if it rivals me and my porch comments. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I am, I'm pretty high on the porch right now. You know, I, I seriously am. <laughs> how a pixel is born. How a pixel is born. We could save that and use that. But that might, that might be a, a, a topic for a panel. Oh, yes. Mm. Yes. Because we are going to, I'm sure uh, when the Nashville show run, it rolls back around in November this year at the Grand Old Game Room Expo, it, it might be a, it might be a, a very good um, 
Very, very good topic. Very good session topic. We're not yeah. paying him royalties. No, 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 no. We don't oh, have to do that. Oh, absolutely not. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I mean, don't get, get I mean, all crazy on me here. No, I, we don't have budget for that, Brent. Come on. No. Well, you know, we can give him Twinkies. Um, I've yes. done that before. They, yes. That, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that precedent has already been set. Right. So we're good on that. Back to the guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Broken Token podcast. Yeah, yeah, but it's great. That should be their tub title. It makes me feel subtitle. smarter, but yet dumber at the same time while listening. Yes. I feel like I'm learning something, but then I'm like, why did I not know this before? I'm why dumb. did I not listen in class? <laughs> yeah. Why are you guys using words? I don't know what they mean. <laughs> it's a lot of syllables. Let me pause this and look it up. Because <laughs> when I listen, it's like a five-hour episode, all the pausing I'm doing and looking up words. <laughs> What's a Winkle rotary engine? <laughs> it sounds... Well, uh, JP, it's this really cool engine that was designed by a gentleman in Germany, yeah, I believe. Yeah, Felix Wankel. Felix, Felix Wankel. Yeah. And, and uh, dead, we just pulled that right from the top. Whitney had the name, and we knew that right off. Exactly. You know, so, whatever. Yeah, done. <laughs> <laughs> Those are cool motors. Uh, yeah. I you ever to, had one? Yeah, I had an RX-7. Oh, man. They yeah. are all, I mean. It was awesome. They would wind up to the moon, and they just ran. Yeah, they they ran, but man, I'll tell you, they they really lost torque up top. So, oh yeah. yeah, oh I can see that. Just yeah. I can see that. But they had tons of grunt down low, man. I've heard if you ever had to split the case and take them apart, that uh, it's not fun. Yeah, I I actually did an engine swap on mine. So like, did you just like swap the motor? Yeah, it was. It they're was, really tiny too, yeah, they, aren't they? They are. They're extremely tiny, but they weigh a lot. Uh, at least the well, one, it's probably the one that, that mine road, was. I think it's it's probably the reciprocating assembly in the center. I, I'm sure that's probably solid. Yeah, cast iron. And so it, the the outer shell of the motor, you know, the, the quote, the block yeah. was cast iron. So it, it was it was heavy. It is like carrying around a cast iron five-gallon Felix bucket. Felix was a genius. He was a genius. Yes, he was. All right. So, yeah, there it is, the Wankel. Yeah. yeah Sounds British. Enough. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds British. <laughs> they, could, they could possibly do a seven-hour. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, so are we. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so I'm so I'm at work, you know, uh, cruising through lunch or whatever, and I see the tweet, and I, and I read it on my phone, and I'm like, oh yeah, we got that. That's no problem. Challenge accepted. So there it is. I still don't know who we is, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I've been drug into. Well, that's the entirety of it. So we'll we'll, we'll find a way to make it happen. So there's uh, that. All right. We'll figure something out. We'll something figure magical. something out. But you know what? You know what they say about paybacks? I'm not going to say the word, but paybacks are something. <laughs> <laughs> that they are. That they are. All right. Speaking of something, I'm buying something here, aren't I? <laughs> well, here's the thing. <laughs> that has got to be. Well, that's a fairly good segue it's, for us. It's a fairly good segue. But here's the thing, Brent. And and I I hate to say this, but man, dude, I I think uh, I think we're we're starting to run out of steam on spending your money here, man. I, I, I'm not. I, I'm not upset at all. <laughs> I was going to say. I just told you when the show started, I'm in the market for a new car, so yeah, I'm yeah. slowing down. Yeah. Here here we are. Dude, I will say this: over the course of five years, I think we have, I think we've covered so much that they're just really. I've noticed this over the past several months. There just really has not been a significant amount of product releases or, or anything like that. Not to say that it's just all quote unquote stopped or that it ever will stop. I don't think that'll be the case, but 
we're definitely starting to see a trend where everything is much more highly curated now for very special interest or, or very spe- you know, the, specialized the low, needs. The low-hanging fruit has been addressed. It, it, the low-hanging fruit has been done. You know, that, that's exactly right. I'll reference him again on Retro Gaming Roundup. Scott Schreiber has made the comment about the... Uh, I think the generic term everyone uses is an EverDrive, mm-hmm. which is basically an SD card-based storage medium for yep. something. For something, yes. And I, uh, there's there's a blue million under a blue d- million names. Yeah. But um, you're you're starting to get the off-brand systems because all the mainstream systems have been covered every which way but from loose. Sunday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every which way but loose. And, so, and that's kind of where we are here. I, I, I mean, after five years of covering this, I can honestly say it feels like it is starting to get that way. Now, that being said, never going to let you off the hook, okay? Because there's, you know, number one, we have challenges that have been accepted that we've got to <laughs> respond to. And number two, there's money that has to be spent. Seven so. hours of spending my money. <laughs> spending your money, man. Yeah, ooh, Dude, we should take all the segments, all the spend your money segments, and just run them all as one episode. <laughs> that problem solved is what that that's would be. That's a lot of edits. Man, that's a lot of edits. It really is. But uh, but this month, Brent, we have got something that uh, I, that I feel would apply. I mean, you've got a couple of Cinematronics games. I only have one. I've just got a Star Castle, and that's it. But this this product is in the same vein. As the uh, those Atari AR2 um, the, the the over voltage protection boards that we talked about, I think was it was it last month? I, no, it was a couple months ago. Was it a couple months? Because I remember thinking I don't I hadn't heard of this being an issue on an Atari, mm-hmm. but I it rung familiar on the Cinematronics. Yeah, and and, and this is um, this is from a uh, Clove forum member vector collector and he has he's the gentleman that has come up with these with these over voltage protector uh boards for for the other you know for the other systems it looks like yeah we discussed this back in april of 2019 this was for for the uh atari ar1s and ar2s and it looks like he's also come out uh with one for the uh sega go8 vector monitors as well i didn't see that i'll have to go back and, and find that and so we can we can talk about that, but ultimately, this is a board that he has designed that that has the the uh, the power connector uh, for the Cinematronics uh, li- linear power supplies, and he does note that this uh, works. That of the three linear power supplies that the Cinematronics would would normally have, which would be either a Condor, a Zentech. Or a data power. No, nobody names companies like that I, anymore. I know, and that in that sad because data power. Yeah, data power. Zentech. It's like what's Zentech? I don't know. Zentech. You know, <laughs> it, it's. I mean, that was just cool. That was eighties, man. That was so cool. But um, he said that uh, the latter two, the latter two being the Zentech, and this is quoting from his post. Uh, the Zentech and the Data Power have have onboard over voltage protection. Okay, so um, so uh, apparently those those wouldn't need the over voltage protection aspect of this board, but they could still benefit from the monitor aspect of this board. But the Condor power supply, which my Star Castle does have a Condor power supply because I went and looked. That's and the one with the big bundle. Of, it's yes. Of, uh, um, yes. I, there's that word again, axial caps. That's, yeah. That oh. oh, it's, it's ugly and it's got zip ties and yeah. everything else. And my star, my Star Castle does have the Condor power supply. So 
I'd be kind of curious as to what your armor attack remember. has or your ripoff has. Or I'd have to look. Star Castle. Yeah. I mean, it's not one of those things that you normally, I, I would think, just have on the tip of the tongue. Well, and I, I, only tell you, know, I only know because I looked. The, the link that you have here. Yeah. If you've got a cinematronics game, you've got to look at this because. You really do. <laughs> it, it has got a ton of information on like the connector pinouts. Yeah. The troubleshooting. I mean, this I guy's mean, this guy's done his homework oh, on this thing. Nice. It looks sweet. Yeah. And and so it, it just real quick, I, I mean how this how this kind of plays itself out is this is one board that you mount inside the game. Okay. So you plug um you plug your power supply into this and and then it has you know, it has the, the voltage readouts for the uh, for all of the different voltage rails for the power supply. And it, and it has uh, status LEDs for the 6.3 volt AC, the spot killer voltages, um, the, you know, the five volt, uh, the plus or minus. I'm sorry. No, just the plus the plus five volt over voltage protection uh, and monitor there. You know, it has uh, the onboard uh, plus or minus 25 volt uh, input test points. It's got that. So, I, I mean, you know, it's it's just it just looks like it is it has it thought of everything that is required for a cinematronics game I, i'm just i'm just so impressed with how with how this has sorted itself out and in you know I, I, he's got these in prototype form right now because he shows like the cad drawing uh renders for the board and then he actually has um, a board produced a prototype board produced and then he also has a uh an image of one actually installed in a game and hooked up and displaying the voltages uh, it, it's it's just a nice looking a nice looking product. I don't know what the cost on these are going to be because he has not um, Vector Collector has not uh, got to the point where he's offered these up for sale. It's just that we'll have a link in the show notes. And if you do have a Cinematronics game that you care about, and for me that would be Star Castle. I always want a Star Castle in my collection because I absolutely adore the game. This is something that's pretty cool. And in, in my mind, this is something that makes owning the game easier over the long haul. Um, again, not knowing what the money's going to look like, but it, at least at this point, I can at least be interested in it. And, you know, in just knowing that it's there is a big help. I, I'm going to have to spend time on his page because yeah. I, I went to his the homepage from the link that you provided. Yeah. He has a ton of vector stuff, Cinematronics yeah. and Vector Beam. Yes. And then here's something cool. He's got... Uh, some a space invaders test rom that it, i haven't read the whole thing it, it, there's a history here of modifications um looks like several people have modified it but you know i've gone out before and i've got a um a, the the multi-game that you plug right into the processor slot yeah and then the, it does, the, bra- the brace kit the brace kit yeah the brace kit. so the upside there is you don't have to worry about the you know the forty two thousand variations of the EPROMs they used and the <laughs> you know the mystic yeah. arts that involve restrapping the board for the different versions. So if you use a test ROM, you got to change stuff around to make it work. You can uh, just plug the brace kit in. But he's got. I mean, there's a there's a really cool test ROM here that shows you. Looks like uh, uh, check all your sounds. Check your. Uh, I guess I'm assuming it tests. Yeah, it tests RAM. It tests. Yeah, I mean, he, I'm he, just I'm just glancing down the page at yeah, all this stuff. There's the, repair logs on here. There's all kinds of cinematronics, oh, cinematronics manuals. 
all in one place. I mean, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks like he's it looks like he's really done a lot of archival work on top of his design work. And so it, it, from that regard, it makes me look at what he's offering. And um, I've, my, my respect level goes up even that much more because the, the legitimacy of it rises significantly because you it's, can tell he's done his homework. Here's a RAM test ROM for your Cinematronics games. Yeah, that's that's nice. Yeah, that that's fantastic. So, so like I say, we'll have this in the show notes. And again, this is a Cinematronics over voltage and monitor add on board. Okay. Yeah. So, so check out the link and his just and if you're you know if you're listening and just maybe try to remember it's outerworldarcade.com. Mm-hmm. That's it. Go there and you'll find everything that Brent was uh, just referring to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, from a, from a spend your money perspective, Brent, I, I don't have a dollar amount on that, but you know what? Things like this, Brent, they're priceless. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we've we've got to we got to hop on the train when the train comes into, into station, man. No, in all in all seriousness, I did post in the thread because uh, just to get a just to get a spot in line and just to subscribe to the thread because this is one of those scenarios where it's like for as finicky as the cinematronics boards are, the power supplies, just the whole setup on those games. It's like this is this is nice. Really, really nice looking. Mm-hmm. So there we go, Brent. I, I spent your money, but I didn't spend a dime. So there's that. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. Thank you. You, you sound so thrilled. <laughs> you you wanna... sound so thrilled. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Here. <laughs> I don't uh, know what you're looking for, Whitney. Yeah. But that's all I got. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, how about let's uh, let's get into a little bit of news, and then we've got uh, got some feedback as well. All right. We have corrections? No, errata. of okay. course not. <laughs> what are you talking about? I just saw corrections and errata. In yeah, I, I put that in there just to keep us honest, but nah, <laughs> come on now. Okay. It's us. All right. Cool. What are you talking about? I thought for a second there was something going on. No, no. No, all, all things all things being equal, the amount of mistakes we make in every episode, I should have that section just <laughs> flush, okay? But, um, you know, when, when, when people when people write in and, and give us a, a stern talking to, then it'll show up right there. Otherwise, we, we, just, we just keep on moving on down the line. Now, Brent, I, one thing that I will say is that when we left episode 82 uh, in July, we recorded before the San Diego Comic-Con. So, and I think we even mentioned that in, in uh, that episode that by the time I can't it, remember yesterday, <laughs> fair, fair enough. I, I do remember us saying this, that by the time episode 82 dropped, the announcement for San Diego Comic-Con would have already happened. So the, the big, the speculation, the oh, big speculation was now. Yeah. Yes. The big speculation okay. was at the time that you and I were recording is that SDCC had not happened. So Stern was making a huge marketing push around what was going to be quote unquote, their big announcement at San Diego Comic-Con. Well, that announcement wound up being Star Wars air quotes here, the pin. All right. The pin being the the general moniker they put on home use, use. non-commercial games. That's exactly right. So I think it caught the the pinball world a little, uh, you know, a little off guard. I don't think that that we, you know, being quote unquote, I guess, pinball fandom. I don't think that we were exactly expecting uh, Star Wars, the pin. But uh, 
now that it has been released and we've had a chance to look at it, I am kind of curious as to your thoughts on it. Just a, a couple of data points before we get into the discussion on this. Uh, it is George Gomez design. It does have a full play field, but it, but as you mentioned, Brent, this game is aimed at the home market. So did Gomez design the commercial? No, game? that was Steve Ritchie. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, completely different, uh, completely different play field layout. Uh, but we're looking at, uh, but again, a full size play field, a full quote unquote commercial size play field. That's what I mean when I say full size, and using commercial. Uh, largely commercial uh, mechs and and, uh, devices and things like that. And we're looking at about a 4K street price uh, delivered. Uh, And Brent, um, yeah, well, I did mention this, a different play field design than than the commercial Star Wars pin. So, uh, you know, I've got a couple pictures, three pictures of this, a left left side shot, right side shot of the cabinet, and then, of course, the play field shot. Um, You know, I've not played this. I've not seen one in person. Okay, I was curious. Nope, if, I, I was curious if you'd seen one, or Mm-mm. if maybe the retro shop had gotten one yet, or, or what have you. I mean, they may have one actually over in the storefront. Uh huh. But I'm pretty sure. Sh- I'm thinking back. I may have actually talked to them about this. I'm pretty sure they they didn't get any. Okay, gotcha, all. gotcha. Yeah, I was just kind of curious as to your as to your take on this. <sighs> uh, why? <laughs> <laughs> Not why are you curious to my take. I just don't. Why go through all the effort, you know, and the the resources and the time? I mean, they must be selling these. What's the last the pin they did? Was it Transformers? No, it was uh, Spider Man. Did they do a Spider Man? I, I think it was Spider Man. Was the last the pin? So the least. head on this isn't that isn't it different? Because wasn't one of those didn't it have like a half height head? Yeah this this head look this head looks shorter by the pictures, but that can be completely deceiving. So I I don't really well, know. No, it doesn't look as short as what I'm remembering them doing on one of right. the pins. Yeah, like on the Transformer the pin the head was real short. That must it. be what I'm thinking of. I, I just. I mean, looking at it, looking at these pictures from what I can see, the cabinet looks slightly different because like looking at the lockdown bar, that doesn't look like a commercial lockdown bar. The yeah. the, the depth looks a little different. Yep, yep. It's got what looks like a video poker button slammed uh, in the middle of it. It's it a start. Yep. Uh, so that's probably indicative of the width of the, you know, a little different button to fit there. I, I mean, if, if, Maybe it's to re- to reduce the possibility of doing something with the play fields, or but I mean, w- why not just change your code, use the developed play field? Because just looking at this, I mean, Star Wars doesn't have a lot in it. Let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got it, it. It doesn't have an overly involved play field. Why not just reuse that play field, lock the code down? So that, you know, you can't convert it over to coin because I know you can't use coin in these from what I've understood. There's something in them. I mean, just there's no way to convert them to accept you push the start button. That's it. I, I just. Just why? No, okay. <laughs> I don't no. understand. No, that, that's fair. I, I think um, cost reduce the cab, something that's not as commercial grade that won't, quote unquote, stand up to the abuse to try to get a little cheaper to get it into homes. Um, you know, there's. Uh, I don't understand why they're even doing it. It looks like it where it says Star Wars between the speakers. I mean, is that just static? No, no, that's that's a small, I think that's a, tiny a, smaller, up, a smaller display. 
you know, let's just be honest. It's 2019. The the cost of the displays is probably negligible. Yeah. I when I look at this, I I mean, I, I have to think that this is this is being done on on multiple levels and for multiple reasons. But one of them is probably just to help recoup some of the license costs for Star Wars. As is, I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure that's an expensive license. I, well, I wonder. I, do you, I wonder if you pay that. Uh, the, my feel, my impression is, is that, and I'm sure there, there there's different ways to do this, mm-hmm. but you're licensed for use within a period of time uh-huh. because that's came up with a couple games. Like, was it ACDC? Yeah, where the license expires. Right. So yeah. they were going to like we're going to do another run before the license expires. Uh-huh. So I almost wonder. How are they recouping? Are they paying a an upfront fee, and then like a, per, a like a flat fee plus a per machine per fee? machine, or yeah, is it a per some, machine? Yeah, I see that. That's the things we don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So a lot of this is all speculation, you know, it, just from the outside looking in, and just and just trying to just trying to make some logic out of it. I mean, it. it just you've got to redevelop the game. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, it looks like it would be a pretty fun game. I mean, full-size playfield, full-size, you know, full-size mechs and everything like that. I know that not not all of the the mechs on the commercial uh, on the commercial machine are represented here, but you know, I'm I'm looking at the playfield. It doesn't look like it wouldn't be fun. It's it's just and from from that scenario, I'm just left to I'm just left to wonder: Is it going to live up to the potential that they that they want it to live up to? That that's the question that I have. I, I mean, I hope it does. But I'm, try, I'm trying to zoom I don't know. in here. So, does it actually have? How do you get into the Death Star? I see that little ramplet thing on the right, which I guess is to shoot the Tie Fighter because yeah. it leads up to a Tie Fighter. Yeah, and then it looks like there's a on the left. It looks like there's a ramp going up into the uh, up into the entrance of the Death Star. So like is that right the bottom? Is the that bottom. like right behind? Are those drop targets? Mm, it looks like there's one. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. Yep. So you got those three drop targets. Uh-huh. that's right there, just above Obi Wan. Right. It, right. Right above his head. That it looks like you have to knock those down in order to get entrance to the Death Star. So then you can, and then that probably comes out that wire form that drops back to the end lane there. Yes. Yeah. So you go in the front, and then, and then it would roll out of the Death Star in the back, and then come back, uh, come back down to the, uh, to the, to the end lane. Via that is it ramp. just me or does it look like there's no there's no playfield rail on the left side? It mm. looks just like it's using the cab wall as it, the playfield rail. It does rail. look like it's using the cabinet wall is is the rail. That is correct. That's yep. interesting. Yeah, that's what I see. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I I'm kind of curious as to whether the whether we'll start to see home or I guess the pin versions of a lot of games going forward. I'm I'm curious if this is going to be uh, a, a more permanent type of marketing move by you know on Stern's behalf to to at least do a run of the pins for for what we see going forward. Now it, it, you know this this will kind of transition us into our next news item. Um, you know Stern in between our, in between our last recording and this recording, of course, uh, they've released Jurassic Park. And uh, there, there has at least not to the date commercial not, not been <laughs> yeah not been a quote pin the pin release of Jurassic Park. This is a normal commercial release with a pro and LE. So what else of pro so premium and LE? The pin wise, uh-huh. the only ones I can think of is this Star Wars, uh huh, Transformers, yeah, and Spider 
Spider-Man, and they did one for Iron Man as Oh, well. did they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't remember that at yeah, all. I, it, was, it was way long ago, and uh, I, I don't really think that it was ever released with a lot of fanfare either. So it's Again, and this is going back to, they've, they've got to be selling them. Oh, they, they have to be. Granted, yeah. this is outside of our our kind of view of this small world. Yeah. But that just seems like an awful lot of effort to design, do the code and then take time on the line to devote to these. And so, so and support it over the long haul yeah, as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I, I mean, if they've got to be making money at it cause they're still doing it. Yeah. And, and I just that, still, I don't understand it. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm a bit in the, in the camp of, I don't understand it either. But at the same point, um, if it, if it's a way for if it's a way for them to continue to maximize profits, then I certainly understand why it's being I would, done. I, now, granted, this is armchair coaching uh-huh. here, but totally save that money uh-huh. and that time and put it into the production game and bring the cost down on that. Well, I mean that that's an aspect of it. Yeah, that's definitely so, an aspect of it. But you know, with this being a free market economy. As long as the games are selling, yeah, there's, there's, selling there's no impetus to do no, that. If they're know? selling, more power to more them. More power to them. Absolutely. That's, that's exactly right. Now, speaking of selling, Jurassic Park, what, what what's your take on that, Brent? Because I'm sitting here looking at your Jurassic Park in a lineup right now. What, what was your what was your thoughts on it, this it, when it when it released? I was shocked that it was based on Steven Spielberg's Jurassic Park. Okay. I was why why? Because uh, T- timeliness or what? Uh, yeah, I mean, Jurassic Park is is it's it's a loved movie. It's uh-huh. a loved classic movie. Yeah. But if you sat down and and even even someone much younger than us, if I brought my niece in here, or you brought Grace in here, uh-huh. and you said, "What's your what eighties type movies do you really like?" Ghostbusters. Uh huh. Back to the Future. Yeah. Um. Star Wars. Yeah. Now, now my daughter has seen all the Jurassic Parks and Worlds. We've watched them all. Okay, and yeah. I, maybe my niece has as well. Yeah, and and I don't. I just I have never. And no, I and don't get me wrong. I really like Jurassic Park. Yeah. I mean, I've even got it on Laserdisc. Yeah. Yeah, there's the. I've even got it on Laserdisc. Okay, <laughs> that might be a go. show title. I've even got it on Laserdisc. Put that up there. I don't know. I'll type it, but, but, it, but it's going to be a hard. That's it's gonna fine. Be a hard that's fine. One against the porch, it, man. It's, it, it's just give it its fair shake. Fair, give fair it its enough. Fair I, I'm going to do it that. on Laserdisc. I, I'm, I'm doing that. I, I saw something the other day on YouTube where somebody was showing how Spielberg, the the aspect ratio he shot Jurassic Park in. And how how that and the angles he was able to use in in the shots uh-huh. brought it closer to the viewer oh. and made it that much versus the modern you know oh and they, yes they would take similar shots with similar like people and similar dinosaurs and similar situations and show how the modern version just doesn't bring that warmth and that character to it, it makes you it really makes you appreciate not only the movie more but. Still Spielberg's work. Yeah, Spielberg's work. And I'll tell you, you go back and you watch Jurassic Park today, it holds up. Oh, yeah, it, it does. Good. It does. It looks real it, good. That was part of it as well. Yes. And, and, and again, that still shocked me here because I, the timeliness of it, you know, not that you can't go back to something 
in the 70s, 80s, 90s or whatever and do a, a game or a pin on it, not to say that, it the the new Jurassic Park movies are what's out today. And as far as I know, I mean, I'm assuming they're going to probably do another one. I mean, if they made money, they're going to do it. Yeah, Chris exactly. Pratt's a hot yeah. commodity because, you know, because Star-Lord, I don't blame them. It just kind of shocked me. I was really, truly surprised that it was based on Spielberg's movie. Okay. So now, now that said, I haven't seen one yet. I, I suspect there'll be one in, in town pretty soon and I'll mm-hmm. get to play one. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll definitely want to play it because personally, that's a theme I think I would enjoy if it's done well. Okay. You know? All right. And I don't know what kind of assets they have from the movies. Is, is it going to be one of those things like with, uh, um, uh, help me. I just said it, uh, star Lord guardians of the galaxy uh, yeah. where they didn't have any, they had the visual aspects, but they had no, uh, they had no voices. They yeah. had to get other actors to revoice all the parts. Now, as I understand it, um, there's there's no assets from the movie in, in the at videos all. at all. Yes, so it's all 100% custom new animations to go along with it. Okay, I think the only um, I think the only uh, character that it does include from the movie. Is the T Rex? Uh, no, no, would be uh, would be Newman essentially, or the guy that played Newman on uh, on Jerry Seinfeld was. His, I've got Dotson. Uh, I've got Dotson. Yeah, right. no, yeah. nobody cares. Yeah, exactly. I, I could, you know, that scene. No, yes, yes. I, for whatever reason, I laugh at that. I know it's coming. I'm like, it's coming. It's coming. I don't know why. And every time I see that guy, just in my mind, I'm like, I've Dotson, Dotson. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I think, you know, I, I think that's, and I forget his name in the movie. I, it, oh, I should have prepped for that. Oh, and um, it escapes me. If it's I like, wouldn't have been thinking about Dotson, I would have thought, yeah. Is it Ned? Ned? It's uh, Ned Nedry? Nedry. 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 Yeah. That's it. Nedry. Thank you. Nedry is on the play field. I don't know from a call out perspective uh, how, how that sorts itself out. But um, but outside of that, Bryn, I, I mean, this this game is pretty much all it's pretty much all quote unquote all new, I would say, from an IP perspective, because, you know, the videos, I mean, it's using the logos and, and it's using they the got premise rights to, and everything like to that the, to the storyline. And mm-hmm. I guess some of the visuals. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then I think that what visuals they do have rights to it was incorporated in the art in the playfield, not in, not not in the videos or anything like that. So uh, I did watch the uh, the reveal stream, and um, and that, that, I mean that was pretty interesting. I didn't watch all of it. I mean I was I was in for bits and you know bits and pieces of it and things like that. But what everything that I saw looked like it was done extremely well. I I mean. I'm not a big dinosaur guy, and so the theme just just isn't really quote unquote the theme for me. But um, you know, it is an Elwin design. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun to shoot, and uh, you know, just in just in kind of you know the haunting on pin side that I do on almost a daily basis. I read pin side a lot, man. I really do. Um, you know, I, I'm just kind of curious if it's, if it's going to be, uh, eventually be regarded as being better than maiden from a layout and a shot perspective and everything like that, because it, it does, it does draw pretty high praise at this point in time. So I haven't, and we've discussed on the show before, I, I don't even look at playfield pictures, uh-huh. but just because for whatever reason, I can't, Maybe it's the way my brain, my, who knows how my brain works. Yeah. My, I, I can't get a fit. To me, it looks, 
I don't care what the game is. Yeah. It just looks like blah. It yeah. looks like a mix of colors and light. I can't yeah, yeah, I, I can't it. sort out even if it's a picture of the real game, I yeah. can't get the depth. Uh-huh. And it, I so it or the perspective. Yeah, because so you, I don't even try. Play, that's right, because you play it three dimensionally, yet you're looking at a essentially a one dimensional picture right. of something that's three dimensional. So I just I just I just usually wait till I can. So I haven't even looked at it, to be honest with you. I have no idea even kind of the way it's laid out. Of what you've seen, I don't know if this will make any sense. It seems like we talked about this a little bit with Iron Maiden. The one thing that was different to me that I noticed as soon as I walked up to Iron Maiden was the the lack of the inserts saying X, Y, Z, this, that, you know, like, like it, we'll circle back to star Wars, that ramp next to the, yeah. well, depend, one insert is green and it says indoor. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm in the mode for indoor and I need it. Iron Maiden didn't do that. It was more sim- symbols. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do, how, how's do, what you've seen? How is this? Is it more stern like or I, good? You know, r- really good question because I haven't I haven't got to spend like any appreciable time you know with it outside of just looking at a bunch of pictures. So mm-hmm. and I don't and I don't know the rule set right now or anything like that, Brent. So I, I don't really know that I can that I can do that question justice because I haven't got to get a, I haven't got to you know like stand up and get up close and personal with the game either it i just i just haven't and so i'm hoping that i'm hoping that i can play it and that i can spend some time with it here at some point soon to where i'd have a a a better more educated i guess stance on it but really right now all that i can you know all that i can really come at it with is just number one what i'm reading and then number two what i'm seeing Mm. so i you know i haven't really uh i haven't really dug into the into the play field much more so than, than the art itself, which, you know, that being said, you know, a lot of folks have, have, I guess, kind of commented one way or another on, uh, on, on the art. I, I do like the play field art. I think it looks pretty good from what I can see. It, it's based on the Island theme, much like your Jurassic park mm-hmm. is. And I, I think, it, I think it's a pretty good, um, I think it's, it, it's a pretty good homage, you know, it kind of, kind of paying, uh, paying some, some back, reverence to the to the earlier jurassic park so well you know, I, I definitely I, I definitely can't wait to see it i mean yeah. i'll give it a shot no pun intended yeah but um yeah like i said i, just, I was just surprised you know i i figured if you're going to do the game you would do it based on the current um you, you just do it on the current ip yeah on, on the current ip yeah. now let me ask you what do you think is going to prove to be more timeless though you know from uh from revisiting the game th- Three years, five years down the road, do you think Park was a better choice than World? Uh, yeah, I would say that. I it was. See, yeah, I, I, me too. Even, even without me too. that instant recognition of even our generation, uh-huh. still though, I think it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I'm yeah. with I'm with you. So I I think Park I think Park is the wiser financial choice to make. Although world may have been what would draw people in um, maybe faster or at a higher rate initially, I, I do think that the Jurassic Park is is definitely the, they made the right decision on that. There, there's no doubt. Um, we, we do see, <clears throat> excuse me, we do see um, a new 
pinball artist. His name is John Bergeron. I have not, I've not heard of John before. Uh, and I'm glad you went with that versus, I guess, his artist name. Yeah, yeah. I, I looked at that and I was like, man, that's just. <laughs> it is what it, it is, says. It is what it is, but it's it's just, I, I don't know. I just. Look I, him up. Yeah, look him up and, and you, easily, uh, easily found. But uh, the art, I think the art does, does look pretty good. So I'm, I'm in a, I'm in the boat on that, that I, I think it's, I think it'll turn out really well. So yeah, Jurassic Park, haven't played it yet. Um, looking forward to it. And I, I think it's going to be a big, I think it's going to be a big seller for Stern. I really do. I, I think, I think it'll probably be one of those titles that just cranks out the money because it, it it's just going to be so recognizable. So we're still still in the pinball world here in the news. Looks like you've got yeah. something. This is from Pinside, and yes. I've I'm out of touch on this. It's Puddlegate. Yes, exactly. So now, is this a real thing in our community, or is this a no, new anime? No, this is real, dude. This is a hundred percent real. Okay. So sorry, I didn't mean to slam something on the table, but <laughs> I, but I'm taking. Uh, I'm, I'm getting worked I'm invested up in this conversation. And, I'm, I, and let me tell you, I am invested in this conversation. Because it's, it's, do you have a game? No, because of my TNA. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. other than that, yeah. Other, yeah, exactly. So... Um, here, so it still hasn't been no, made whole. It still hasn't, it still hasn't been quote unquote resolved. Yeah. Okay. So, so, he, so here, here's where in, will it ever be? I, I, I don't know. But anyway, that's another, another discussion for another day. Um, this, uh, road this trip. Yeah. Just saying <laughs> that, that may not, may not be a bad thing. I'll so, bring the snacks. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the support. Um, this is something that has come to light recently, and uh, Brent, one one thing that I, I'll say that I am fairly proud of is that we don't, we haven't really covered off on all of the drama that that happens within the pinball world because there there is a lot of drama, and uh, I you know me personally, I like to keep it lighthearted. Um, I like to keep it keep us on point and keep us covering the facts and everything. Uh, and especially, you know, with with children listening with their with their parents and stuff like that, I don't really want to get into some of the some of the more um, I, I, what I would say <laughs> terse uh, terse <laughs> terse or adult oriented drama. Okay, yes. okay. I want so I'm I'm going to say this. I'm going to recognize that it happens. I'm going to recognize that even over the past month, some of those terse stories have broken. But I'm, I don't want to put parents parents listening to the show in a position where they have to explain something around their children or something like that. Mm-hmm. Let them do that on let them do that on their terms. Okay. Uh, yes, some dramas happened, but we're I'm going to focus on the on the the story that that's probably more applicable to um, to just just the the machines themselves. But there is a thread on Pinside that has been running that is um, that it's gotten a lot of replies. It's called "Continued Playfield Issues with JJP and Stern," and they link to um, I think uh, one, two, three, four, five, ten games here that I just counted. Five times two is ten, right, Brent? Yes, yes. It is. Thank yep. you. All right, it was even y- here in Kentucky, it, it was yesterday. It still is today. Yep. Good, thank you. Um, and there is some pictures posted in that thread and. I just captured the opening pictures in the first post of the thread and it's of a guardians of the galaxy and a Jurassic park. And then finally so Jurassic really, park really already Wonka already. Okay. 
So here's the thing. I was thinking that was Guardians, and that drop target. It's, Gar- should, it's Guardians up top. Should be right underneath picture. the. That's the orb. Uh huh. And um, I, and I, go ahead, go ahead it, with yeah. The, so the next two pictures are of a Jurassic Park Pro. Okay. And then the the uh, fourth picture in the series is of Willy Wonka, and then the fifth picture of, in the series is of again Jurassic Park Pro. Now we'll have a link to this in the show notes. I know our readers cannot see the, or I'm sorry, our listeners cannot see those five ne- pictures. Uh, neither can our okay. readers, <laughs> and neither can our readers as well. Thank you, um, Freudian slip there, but uh, but neither can our readers. But y- you go out and you click on the link in the show notes, and it's going to be extremely self explanatory once you look at this thread but here's what's happening uh it looks like jersey jack is having this problem with some games stern is now having this problem with some games and this is this is essentially the same problem that spooky had with uh with a run of tnas mine uh, mine being inclusive of that is where the star post are being tightened down uh, on assembly and the clear coat is either not cured or cures too soft and it creates a bubble or a ripple uh, effect inside the clear and it is also at that point pulling up the artwork to mm-hmm. go along with it underneath I, the clear. I have seen this firsthand on a Guardians. You have? I have. Okay. Well, Brent, this is now garnering some steam because enough people on Pinside are seeing this on enough games across manufacturers to where it's 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 starting to get some some publicity now, associated with I've it. I've seen a chip come up on a Guardians <laughs> right in the same spot. Yeah. It took the art off right down to the wood. It was bigger than a... It's probably bigger than nickel, U.S. Uh-huh. nickel, but just smaller than a quarter. Whoa! It was that's, a good size. That's it was a good size chip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, th- this is one of those scenarios where I think the public is starting to crowdsource the extent of this issue because in this thread. A lot of people are posting back, hey, look at this. Hey, look at this. This is a picture of my game. And and Brent, quite honestly, for this to be affecting a brand new out of the box or less than 100 plays Jurassic Park... That's not that's not right, you know. No, no, it's it's just not right. And for this to be affecting Willy Wonka's, it's not right. For this to be affecting TNAs, that wasn't right, Mm-mm. you know. So, so you know, me personally, I am glad this is getting some attention by the community. I, I don't know how the manufacturers are going to respond. I don't know if they'll ever acknowledge it, or I don't know how 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 it will ever be dealt with. But it, it is a problem that that does need that, that does need to have some eyes put to it there there's no doubt about it um i mean it's one of those scenarios where obviously the velocity of assembly in the pickup in the hobby has created the need to get these machines out quicker faster uh you know any er that you want to take that you want to assign to this any er word that you want to assign to this in in all up the velocity of the of the industry, I, I'm thankful for because that means we'll continue to have new pinball. Stern can Stern Jersey Jack, they Spooky, they can make payroll. They can continue to produce pinball. But this is an unfortunate and probably unintended consequence of that velocity in this industry picking up. Is that either quality control isn't catching this or 
this is an again an unintended consequence of uh, playfield uh, of the process uh, or of the the clear coat uh, switching to a water based clear coat that, that just doesn't cure as hard is making is maybe the you know the 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 lacquer the solvent based clear coats would or, or what have you I mean Brent well, I don't I don't know I, all I can do is comment from what I see <laughs> personally but, but it doesn't take a lot based upon what you see to jump to what I feel are the right conclusion personally I don't buy any of that okay all right <laughs> so you know fair I'm, enough I'm sitting here okay thinking, so so expound on that i'm thinking about what i what i know from scrolling around with uh cars okay so gm all of them went through this honestly in the late 80s you think it's growing pains well i do but i don't understand why now because back about that time uh they they started to have to switch over to different clears and different paints to meet new you know requirements of either the state that they were producing a vehicle in or the EPA or the EPA the yeah. national thing or whatever and I, I know GM had some growing pains in the 80s with paint that would just come off of a car that it it would it, it ended up you know the clear coat would come off and crack really quickly oh yeah I mean we've at Dodge honestly. They Dodge, were the worst of all of them. Yeah, Dodge makes some sweet cars, but they went through it in the nineties. I uh-huh. mean, oh, you, I remember seeing minivans that just looked like the paint they, just they, you could you had all these gray spots, and uh-huh. the gray was the primer. Uh-huh. I had a I had a Dodge truck that went through that. It was the paint was literally cracking. I could just fleck it right off, just flick, flick, flick. And then there was the primer underneath it. The uh, neons were terrible about it. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All this, this stuff has happened. You know, if the pinball industry was going to have to change over, you know, if they needed something with, you know, less VOCs in it, and they needed to get away from lacquer and go to by VOCs, you mean toxic chemicals? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What is it? Volatile organic compound or yeah. something like mm-hmm. that. Yep. And they needed to go to water and get, uh, uh, bases, uh, versus a lacquer base. Why is it? it I, I would have thought that that would have happened in the eighties or the nineties, and not the the twenties, the twenties teens. Honestly, yeah. you know, let's 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 just get down to facts. I mean, I, I can go out now and buy um, a car that's four or five years old, and it's not going to have problems like this. Yeah. There's methods in, in modern technology that come al- comes along with these new painting methods where down here at the Ford plant, they're painting and chucking out trucks, and they're curing them there, uh-huh. and they're drying them there, and they're going out into the lot. They, and they never c- have this problem. They could pull right out into the rain, uh-huh. and, and they're, they're okay. And they're okay. You know? Yes. Yes. And that's been the case if you look at those Ford trucks or those, you know, the current Dodge stuff or the current GM stuff. If I look at one that was built five or ten years ago, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't understand why this is an issue. Now, granted, this is wood, mm-hmm. but... Um, you know, my impression is, is that you're, um, I mean, like, like an automotive painting, if you're going to paint like a flexible bumper, you have a little different additive to the paint, a flexor than you would have on the, than where, where you're painting on, on metal. At least that's the way that I was told they did it historically. They may use it all the same formula 
on the entire vehicle at this point to reduce cost and time and effort to have two different formulas and then two different potential matches because I've seen that, yeah. especially in General Motors cars, where the the urethane parts that were painted, like the 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 bumpers or the, yeah. the ground effects, yeah, they were a different tint or a different shade uh-huh. than the metal door. And yeah. This isn't new is what I'm getting to. Yeah. yeah. You know? And and I I just don't understand it. <laughs> well I, I can't get it, the only thing I can think of is just being slop, armchair quarterbacking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're be, it's slop. They're being sloppy. Well, I, I'm, you know, I'm of the of the mindset that there, somebody knows that somebody knows, and whether we'll ever know what somebody knows, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of words. It's a lot of similar words to use back to back. But I mean, I these think lessons have been learned. Yeah, I mean, I, I know yeah, yeah. that Williams went through it. There's a couple games that, like, where they were they were experimenting with the, the what they called hard code or whatever yeah. it was that became their clear method. And then the the data data East went through it. Batman was that changeover based on Batman '89. So it suffered. Oh, right. it suffered horribly. Yeah, gotcha. where it would do the same thing. The the clear would come right off and then the art would either come with it or it would just you'd just be playing on the wow. artwork. Wow, wow, wow. It suffered horribly. Yeah. I, I just and then especially when you look back at Stern and the you know the the mini black eye they took with all the ghosting and, yeah. and the like yeah. around the Ghostbusters era. I just I don't get this. Well it, I I will say this. Um it's 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 getting to be wider spread because if you see this happening on a Jersey Jack game, you see this happening on a spooky game, you see this happening now on a Stern game. There there's there's got to be there's got to be a common thread here, and there's been some yeah. As Brent goes and looks at his machines, so I, I totally get it. Trust me, dude. I've looked at mine as well. It 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 makes you want well, to take a second. I, what look. I'm looking at was. I've never even bought the whole. They're all dimpled, and just the old games are. It's it's one big dimple. I've yeah. never bought that yeah, because yeah, yeah. if that was the case, then I feel that you would have a definite difference in the corners where the ball doesn't touch. Yeah, you know because of the radius of the ball. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. and that's not the case not the on case. games that I've. You know, you see dirt trails. It's. If you don't want to understand visually what I'm talking about, think about a dirt trail that you'll see on a, a not very well maintained game. It before it gets super bad, it doesn't go all the way to the edges because the ball can't touch that because exactly. of the radius of the ball. Yeah. Well, then if that was the case, you would have the same non massive dimple at all those points. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at my Jurassic Park. I'm looking at my Adams was heavily played before I got a hold of it. It's not like that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it it's not like that. Yeah I, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, and I don't think we've we've ever really formally you know addressed the whole dimple topic here on on the show before. But uh, you know, be that as it may, mm-hmm. this 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 particular issue with the uh, with the clear buckling and pulling up the playfield. I'm sorry, pulling up the playfield art uh, down to wood. I mean, now that this is something that's been demonstrated and observed across. Stern across Jersey Jack and across Spooky, uh, you know it. I, I am left to wonder where the where the common denominator really is. I mean, there's been talk in the P 
depends that thread around, hey, is it the playfield manufacturer? Are is, is Stern and Jersey Jack sourcing their playfields from the same place? Is it Mirko? Is it uh, playfield manufacturer Mirko? Is it you know is, is Spooky getting their playfields from the same place? And you see some people comment to the positive, some people comment to the negative. There's a lot of speculation, and and there's just not a lot of there's not a lot of I guess quote unquote public facts when it comes to you know nailing this issue down but uh ultimately this issue is is it's getting a lot of it's getting a lot of um it's getting a lot of inspection right now and i I am curious to see where this goes i would urge i would urge anybody with a late model pinball machine to hop on pinside and subscribe to this thread continued playfield issues with jjp and stern because as a consumer spending your money with these companies you i i do feel you've got a right to at least know what's going on because none of these machines are cheap this is all a this is every dollar you spend with these companies is because you want to support them and you like their product uh you know i've bought several several new inbox sterns yeah and 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 i want to continue to do so but i also want to make sure that i understand what's going on with the products that i'm buying subconsciously this is probably part of my personal like blah on a new pinball okay yeah because i don't want to i don't want to throw seven thousand dollars into a box to see this right yes i get it i totally get it early on with some of the ghosting stuff you know the 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 party line was this is a commercial machine it's not made to be this perfect or and dude i I just spent seven thousand dollars on this you know and you can't produce it and not get bubbles caught under the under the clear coat or have the clear coat break insert no yeah and this is this is to me this is orders of magnitude worse because when that air quote puddle that ripple occurs it's not where you've got excess puddling up it's actually rippled up and now you've got a gap between it's separated or it's it heared enough that when it ripples up it actually pulls the art and it separates at under the art yes. from the wood. Under that's so, right, and it pulls it out from underneath of the clear right. at that point. Yes, and, and stuff like that's just going to grow. Yeah, yeah. Once you get that edge exposed, it's just going to grow. It's just going to grow. Yeah, and I and as you as you page through the thread, there are some pictures with uh, I, I think some uh, some Jurassic parks that are shipping with like washers installed under the star posts and things like that, which is which is the resolution that I was given, uh, you know, by, by Spooky well, at for, least you for didn't TNA. Ha- at least you weren't, it wasn't suggested that you take your brand new game out of the box and completely disassemble the play field and install your own washers. Yeah. I'm it, just saying. Yeah. I mean, be, that, we'll, as, be we'll, that as it may. We'll band-aid it from the factory for you. Yeah. And be that as it may. That's, that's how that, that's how that wound out. But all, all that being said, it is going to be interesting to see where this goes. So public service announcement, uh, everybody, everybody should be watching that thread because it's, it, it does affect the money you spend. It does affect the future market value of your games. It does affect, you know, all up your enjoyment of the games. Uh, I mean, I, I'm I am very OCD when it comes to the yes. condition of yeah. my games. Oh yeah, and I take this extremely seriously because I know what it takes for me to earn the money to buy a game. Absolutely. So, so there it is. I mean, be be your own best friend and definitely pay attention to this thread. I mean, if you if you think about it, I, I don't. I'm sure that. Most of us, uh-huh. a new in box game 
is more money than the car we drive every day. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I can totally see that. Totally and see that, that. That's the thing that gets us back and forth to do whatever to, to buy to, that to, game. To earn, well, to buy that game, but then also to be viable from a... Uh, you know, from from a job perspective, so you can put you know food on the table for yeah. your family. Well, you know? and a, a lot Stuff of people, like that. that's the choice they make. Uh-huh. I'm going to drive, and I'll, I'll continue with that example. I'm going to drive this ten year old car uh-huh. that you know it's got two hundred thousand miles on it, so that I can have this pinball machine. Right, that's, that's the exactly sacrifice. Right. I, you are getting the money. Yes, for in, this instead of instead of. Yeah. Some cases you're kind of being treated like dirt, mm-hmm. if not almost all. I mean, yeah. I, I'm going to be honest, it, it, and I'm not totally in touch, and I'm Debbie Downer on this episode, specifically on this topic. But it, I, I don't ever. There's, I feel that there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of lack, there's a lack of integrity. There is an acceptable, uh, okay, let me look at this and understand it. But it goes well beyond any reasonable of amount of time to to have done your homework to realize, okay, this isn't a one-off, this is happening here, here. It's documented. Yeah. Well, I, I think the reason why this thread is so important is because it's it's finally starting to pull so many examples of this across the companies together to show it all in one place. So... um This particular issue has the potential to have some pretty far-reaching effects within within I think the the industry as it as it sits today, and we'll just have to see where that goes. Makes you wonder how many games are out there that are affected by this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Latent, latent, or or visible at this point in time. I, I I don't know. I really don't know. But I, I will say this, it's probably a lot more than we think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yep. really is. All right. So, Brent, uh, moving on, uh, we do have uh, some feedback. We got a really nice email uh, over the course of this past month. And, and I, I, again, I'm, I'm always eternally, it feels like kind of running behind. But this, this email I pulled out of the bag, and it was definitely worth, uh, definitely worth getting here on the show. Okay, and so this email, Brent, is from listener Adam Triomfo, and the subject is the Bill Adams interview. And he gives his website, and uh, the website is www.ballyallyballyallyballyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyallyall
in soccer. He mentions his home version of Pac-Man in the interview, but fails to mention that he programmed it for this system. In fact, the interview, uh, in fact, in the interview, he seems to not know that the game was released. The game had an unofficial release in limited quantities, as that's in parentheses, in the 1980s and is available for play today. It's probably the best home console version of the game uh, from that period prior to the Atari 5200 version in parentheses, and it might and it might even be better in gameplay than that version, though its resolution is much lower, emphasized much. In parentheses, until I heard the interview, I had no idea that the code for the home version of the game was used for the pinball video hybrid Baby Pac-Man. Very neat. Has this interview with Bill Adams ever been transcribed? Adam. No, Adam, it has not. And that's something that we at some point mm-hmm. definitely need to do because uh, that in in Brent, this is going back to uh, a few of the interviews that we've had here on the show. There, there's two or three that I can think of that are just super strong interviews, super strong interviews. Um, Bill Adams is one. Uh, I think the Gary Stellenberg interview was another good one, just on just sheer volume of information that was discussed. And J- uh, Jerry. Yeah. Jerry, not Gary. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say Gary? Yeah, I think I'm so. so. I'm sorry. Jerry um, Stellenberg. I, at least that's yeah, what I, I heard. Do, I, I do that every single time. I've got my time. Kentucky allergies going. It's so all good. You it, could have said Steve. Uh, uh, Mr. Stellenberg, and, and okay, he's, he's from another, Multimorphic. He's another, too. And, and Jerry, if you're listening, man, we haven't got... To, gotten a chance to catch up we haven't been in a show that you've been at yeah he's been on my mind too to follow up with yeah because i mean he can just talk for and it's ad infinitum and it's all good it stuff is, it is. and and then the other one is the david crane interview that needs to be transcribed at some point as well because that was just absolutely absolutely excellent and you know so so i you know, I, I need at some point, Brent, you know, of course, just add this to the list, but it would be good to go back through the back catalog and pull some of those out and get them transcribed because the, the, the text of the interviews honestly is as important as the interviews themselves, just mm-hmm. from a searchability standpoint to provide that information to the rest of the Internet so that it doesn't have to be extracted out in audio, per se. I want to make them listen to our show. Well, th- there's that, okay? <laughs> and, and that and that's a fair ask, okay? But, you know, but uh, God love Adam, he did that, you know? So so he went, he went through it. So, uh, and, and he actually, he actually pulled more out of it than I think, uh, than I think that we thought that might have been in it at some point from a, from a correlation standpoint. So Adam, thanks for the email. Certainly appreciate you taking the time to write in. Uh, we'll get a response back to you via email just uh, out of courtesy but uh no adam the interview has not been transcribed uh definitely see some value i'm sure you still have bill's contact info i do i do why don't you at least reach out to him and just say hey man we're thinking about you and we i i don't know when we could do it but we in a little pull behind the curtains here yeah when, when whitney and i would interview someone like bill yeah the ideal situation is to have us together Uh uh-huh which Let's just be honest. That that can be a feat. Uh, it's 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 a challenge. And then it's line that up with the individual we're trying to interview. His schedule, right? Yeah. And uh, back when Jerry was on the show, that ended up, which was fine. Yeah. You were unavailable, or the time it it 
we could never get all three of us together. Yeah. I can't remember. It ended up being Jerry and I, which yeah. which is fine. Yep, yep. But um, ideally, it's both of us because it it it. If Whitney will think about things I don't and vice versa, yeah. and it just makes for much more of an interesting interview when, when all three of us, uh, Whitney, I, and our interviewee is mm-hmm. together. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So uh, we've got to work that out. Yeah, I've got his contact info. Um, I, I need to I, I need to just craft up an email, carbon you on it, and get it over to him and catch him because Bill wasn't Bill. You know, at least back in 2016, he was in good health and he wasn't quote unquote an old man by any stretch of the imagination. But we're all getting older, but time goes by. Yeah, that's the issue. Time goes every, by. Every minute I spend with you feels like a year. <laughs> Uh, that would be for save that for episode eighty four, buddy. Okay, all right. So you, you've been on your porch long enough, you know, for for this for this show anyway. You How kid, about that? you kid, exactly. get off my lawn. Exactly. Stay so, out of my petunias. <laughs> so uh, so yeah. So th- that's that's uh, from the mailbag. Well, from talk this to past your mother. Month. Oh, well. Um, first of all, we should apologize for anyone going through the back catalog. Yeah, <laughs> there, there, there you go. Um, okay, well, I want to throw out one little uh, one little bit of news. I, yeah. I kind of tease this. Um, I mentioned something in the last show. I can't remember how I phrased it about something maybe happening here in Louisville. Basically, what what I think is going to end up happening, uh, what I'm looking to kind of put together is, for lack of a better term, a coin-op flea market. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yep. So initially, I was projecting for... About this time, around September time, and that's actually going to coincide with some stuff Rec Bar has going on. So why is that important? Well, uh, if if I want to put together a flea market, an opportunity for people to come in from the area, the surrounding states, and buy and sell, you know, set up a table, do whatever to bring a bunch of us together, you know, and we've had something similar here. I've put together something similar here in Louisville several years ago. You know, we've had interview speaking of interviews at shows. We've had Jimmy Litzy uh, interview on the show. That one should actually be transcribed yeah. as well. It, it, that's, that, that adds to it. Jimmy has so many stories. Yeah. Have, yeah. yeah. I, and he's, I mean, I could call him right now. That's the thing. We got to yeah. get him down here. We and do just need let to get him down. He, here. He's like a top. You just pull the string. And you and just, just let him let, go. Let him go. That's it. all that firsthand stuff. But, yeah. um, so, I mean, I've done this before, and actually, one of the sales that I had here in town, well, that's where I first met Whitney. Yes. Correct. All right? Yep. And, you know, in that situation, I, I put out stuff on, because this is what we had at the time, Craigslist and Claws. Yeah. That, I don't even think I put anything it. on Pinside. No. Because it was mostly video games. It was mostly yeah. all video game. Yeah. And I had people come to come from Michigan to Kentucky. I had people come from all over for, you know, a sale, a sellout of all this stuff. And, and I, I can't, re, I don't know if I can recreate that scale, so to speak, but I know there's enough people in the area. When you look at Southern Indiana, uh, Tennessee, down as far as Nashville, uh, Kentucky, and then I don't, I don't know if we know anybody as you start going east west versus north and south uh man i mean if we start talking about east west i mean then you're into you know west virginia virginia north and south carolina and man that's a haul that's a little bit of a haul it's a haul yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. Nonetheless, um, where, where rec, the rec bar crew comes into play is the same deal as with all of us collectors. They've got excess stuff. They've also got a location. They've got a, a warehouse where that's at. Yeah. And what we're kind of running up against is timing for the opening of their new Albany store and talking to those guys. The, the idea is, is to, they've got a warehouse, they've got a large parking lot, but right now it's full because everything is going, is staged, getting ready to go into the new Albany store. So we're kind of playing that. And now we're butting up against the holidays as, as just things have moved. Yeah. So that that's the idea, yeah. you know, I've got all kinds of stuff. And what sparked this idea was the flea market they had at SFGE. Yeah. In my opinion, that was a hit. It, you know, I brought in a lot of stuff, um, several, uh, a lot, there was a lot of vendors there, so to speak. Vendors being folks like me, like yeah. you, Whitney, like yeah. you, everybody it. listening. It was fun. They, I liked it. They, some, some people were a little bit more professional in that they had products they were manufacturing. Like the gentleman next to me had those really sweet, uh, uh, light boxes for marquees and, yeah. and and the like those were cool and there were a couple people that looked like they they tended to to float in the flea market type circles because they had like console stuff yeah they were just kind of flippers you know yeah. just, just you know collective flippers and so, then yeah. there was a lot of us that were just kind of like me i've got all these parts i'm not going to use them let's offer them for sale yeah. so that, that's kind of what sparked the idea anyway at this point I don't have a time nailed down. I was looking again. My next thought was November, but that's going to be really close to the holidays. The only weekend that we've kind of got available is right before Nashville, which gets everybody tight for time. Oh yeah. So I'm looking at something probably after the first of the year. Yeah. Are you thinking before or after Louisville Arcade Expo? I would before or after March. I would think before. Okay. All right. You know, from the hip, I was thinking like February uh-huh. that gets us out of the holidays and everybody can recoup a little bit. And yeah, you know, now this would be inside though, correct? Yeah, it would be. In, and that's part of it too, yeah. is, is, is the warehouse being opened up. Yeah. Yeah. So gotcha. we could get in there. All right. Well, this sounds like it's got the makings for, we got to figure in an Adam and JP challenge as part of, as part of the uh, warehouse deal. Okay, so that that was the tease, and, and now it's just kind of coming down to you know dotting the eyes and crossing the T's. Yeah, figuring out the time, and uh, you know getting the word out because today, you know, all these years after the last time I've done something like this, we've got the show. Yeah, so we can advertise it more. Um, We've got our arch nemesis, all the Facebook groups, yeah, you know, true. and then we still got Clove, and we've still got Pinside. Yeah. 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 So, you know, we get that word out there and, I, you know, just, just from the hip, I'm even thinking just to see how it goes. It's not even like, uh, we haven't set any plans, but almost as if, you know, contact us and then we'll just, so we know who's coming and we'll give you a, we'll give you space for a table. Yeah. You know, it's not not even as much of a. I'm not looking at it as a money making endeavor, other than selling what I might take there. Yeah. But just as an opportunity to get us all together, and the advantage to all of us is is 
chances are I've got something you want, you've got something I want, and the same thing for everybody else. Yeah, yeah, so, no, no, it could really work out. It helped me thin out some stuff too, which would not be a bad thing. Yeah, so, oh, I agree. Yeah, yeah. My my fear is is I would I would sell as much as I would buy, and it would be a net push, <laughs> a, a net, net equal, a, a net, yeah. A net, yeah, a zero so. game sum or zero sum game. Rather. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah All right, it. so more on that to come as it as it as it settles out. Hopefully, it'll we'll make it happen. Cool. All right, Brent. Well, we have found ourselves at the end of episode 83. So uh, rolling uh, rolling strong here. We thank everybody for hanging with us. Uh, I know we probably uh, hopped on the diatribe bandwagon a few times in the episode, but you know what? That's that's okay. We're still going to fall short of that seven hour, 25 <laughs> yeah. minute, 34 sorry, second time. So, sorry about that, Adam and JP, but you know what? There's always next month. <laughs> so, uh, again, so where can we be found? So we can be found on the iTunes store. Would certainly appreciate, uh, or Apple Music, as it's now called today, would certainly appreciate you uh, hopping on and leaving us a review and rate the podcast. It does help us to get noticed uh, and, and increase our reach in search results. Uh, Stitcher Radio, as well as the Google Play Store. And what about social media, Brent? Of course, we are on Facebook. <laughs> the, 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 Imagine bane, the, the, the bane of Brent's existence. Facebook. Facebook.com yes. slash Broken Token. Yes. Uh, Twitter at Broken Token and our website, broken to- www.brokentoken.com. I, I don't know if, do you say WW nah, anymore? No, Is fact, it just, ex- I, nah, it, I, but it, I've said it, it so much, it I, seems I like it's, I know. if I don't. Yeah, I, I know. And we've got it in our stickers and stuff like that. But the next, the next round of stuff, the WW. It's gone. It's, it's okay. gone. Yeah, because the website works either way. Yeah, um, it, yeah. It's just it, it, that that's a that's a holdover from yesteryear is what that is. <laughs> We're back out in we're going to get on the cyberspace yeah the cyber yes exactly get on the internets or the front porch of the internets how about that <laughs> all right everybody thanks for listening certainly appreciate your time and we'll be looking forward to seeing you uh next month for number 84 until then uh keep your quarters clean and game on Congratulations, you made it to the end of another episode of the Broken Token Podcast. I promise they'll do better next time. Maybe next episode, they'll actually listen to me for a change. Just go easy on the guys. They don't have a lot to work with, but I know their moms would be so proud. We want to hear your feedback, comments, rants, raves, and otherwise, both good and bad. Drop us a line via email at podcast at brokentoken.com. You can also call us at 470-2-CALL-BT. That's 470-222-5528. And leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you, and we might play your message on air in the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Broken Token and like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Broken Token. Britton and Whitney are always posting content between the official episodes, and it's a great way to stay involved with the show between the shows. You can find our podcast on the iTunes store and on Stitcher Radio. Just search for Broken Token and subscribe to the show. Like what you hear? Please consider leaving us a review on the iTunes store and on our Stitcher Radio page as the reviews help out the show. Please visit our website at brokentoken.com for articles, reviews, restoration logs, direct show downloads, and expanded show notes for this and every episode. Once again, thanks for listening. The Broken Token Podcast would like to thank the only person on staff who has actual vocal talent, Miss Christy Litzy. And that's me. <laughs>
Music for the Broken Token Podcast is graciously provided by Mr. Scott Denisi. For more information about his music and the projects that he works on, visit his website at www.scottdenisi.com. Go Team Fiero. You want to look at the episode number? Like, uh, yeah, I, I want to make sure that I know which episode we're talking about. <laughs> See, I thought it was always just me that never knew. Which last look. episode is this? <laughs> which last episode is this? Hey, Brent, what happened this month? It was a terrible month, Whitney. It was a terrible month, Brent? I was on why? Facebook. Oh, Brent, why would you do that? I mean, that's where everybody is, Whitney. Oh, I, Brent, but they're not. I didn't they, want to be alone. They Whitney. just make you think that's where they're all at. I know. And I, well, I you fall know, for You it. know that now. But I still go, Whitney. <laughs> I that, it's the dopamine effect, Brent. It there's, is, Whitney. There, it, there's a chemical reaction that causes that, Brent. I, with this modern technology, Whitney, I can sit on my porch and look at Facebook and, and look at Facebook you can Brent but just because well Brent just because you can doesn't mean you should Whitney please take my phone <laughs> huck it over a fence Brent yeah I'll do that no Whitney because then I can go get it go back to my porch <laughs> run over it Whitney <laughs> no because then I'll then I'll, I'll chase after it <laughs> my thousand dollar phone <laughs>